It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. James Salter, Elliot Shore Parks coming your way till three o'clock. Just hanging out, chatting with Ray Dinger during the break. No big. Yeah, talking to Ray Dinger. Eagles need a new, <laughs> new defensive coordinator. You know, just another yeah. day at the uh, WIP studios. Yeah, well, let's dive into it and we'll get into some, some quarterback stuff and looking ahead and all that. But obviously, I feel like. I don't know, like every other show, some like news bomb. It's unreal. Right before our show. Well, we, we plan our whole show. I'm ready to talk about quarterbacks. And then it's like, oh, Jim Schwartz is maybe retiring. <laughs> know. Like, All right. Well, here we go. I feel like it's like every week. Practice. People seemed happy about it, though. So I, I think it's one of those. Uh, be careful what you wish for. Type oh, of I 100 percent agree. Uh, you know, you we, we've talked about this. On this. Yeah. So what's your take? Obviously, it comes out just uh, about half an hour ago. Tom Pelissaro and then Tim McManus uh, tweeting out that. Jim Schwartz is uh, taking at least taking a year off at the end of the year when his contract uh, expires and is considering retirement. That the main takeaway for us is he will not be the Eagles' defensive coordinator next year. Yeah. So there's two ways to look at this. First is from Schwartz' side, and and then the other is from the Eagles. We'll dive into the Eagles' part more because honestly, now that Schwartz is gone, doesn't really matter. Like, See you, you, Jim. yeah, Thanks exactly. For you move, you move forward. <laughs> but from Schwartz' perspective, and you made this point prior to the show, and I think it's the correct one. I think this came out now so that it appears like he walked away on his own instead of a firing. Uh Now, even if this same news comes out Monday, we view it different, right? So it comes out today. It looks like he genuinely wants to leave. And and I think it makes sense. I mean, he's been here for, you know, this will be his fifth year. Uh, Obviously, it's a tough place to coach. A lot of, you know, scrutiny, especially on him. Uh, He's been coaching in the league since 2001 as either a coordinator or a head coach. So I think him walking away is believable. And I think that the Eagles being okay with that is believable as well. From the Eagles' perspective, the two big questions are, what does it mean and how do they replace him? Does this mean Doug is gone? I don't know if I can read that from this. I think Doug could still be back. In terms of replacing him, it'll be interesting to see what route they go. Jim Schwartz had a lot of say in that building. I mean, he was called the head coach of the defense, right? He was essentially like, head coach 1A in that building. I mean, he would even, you know, discipline discipline players walking around, right? Um, and then also he had a ton of personnel control. Do the Eagles want to go that route again where they have somebody on this, that side of the ball that's essentially a head coach? Do they go up and coming? And if they do, how does that impact their head coaching hire? 
would they be willing to hire a defensive head coach and then have an offensive coordinator similar to the role Jim Schwartz just had in terms of his power? So Schwartz being gone opens up a lot of doors. It raises a lot of interesting questions. But ultimately, too, from the Eagles' perspective, we saw Billy Davis here as defensive coordinator, right? We saw Juan Castillo. Like, mm-hmm. replacing Jim Schwartz will not be easy. I know he can be a frustrating coach to watch at times. He is certainly not a top-five defensive coordinator right now. But when you look at his resume and what he's accomplished, you knew what you were getting from Jim Schwartz each season. You knew that his teams, more often than not, were going to give up around 20 to 23 points, and two or three times a year they give up over 30 points, and they give up under 20 just as much. So replacing him will not be easy. This is now a very risky move for the Eagles moving forward because as much as it's an offensive league, and that's certainly what matters, and that'll be the focus of this offseason, the head coach, the quarterback, you got a bad defense. That's not ideal, right? I mean, like, we have seen bad defenses around here. So, Jim Schwartz leaving is, uh, it's it's not good for this team. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I again, I be careful what you wish for is, yep. is really the phrase that's stuck in my head because, like you said, I think there are a lot of Eagles fans out there right now saying, you know, thank goodness he's gone. He's, yay, we did it. Like, finally out of here because we've heard it for years now. No matter what this guy yep. does, it does seem like there is an animosity in this town towards him. And I'm with you. I, I think it's going to be a lot tougher to replace Jim Schwartz. It's not just bring the next guy in and he'll be good. There, Jim Schwartz is a good defensive coordinator. He might not be the best. He might not be great. But he's a very good defensive coordinator. I definitely think your read on the situation, the one we were talking about before, is correct. I think there's a situation where, and look, we predicted in our last pod, if we had to predict what was going to happen, we both felt like Schwartz was gone. Schwartz was gone. Peterson will keep his job. Schwartz is gone. And we're going to get into the quarterback in a minute. But uh, I think that it's clear that Jim Schwartz saw the same writing on the wall, is my my feeling on mm-hmm. it. Is he's like, all right, this is probably not going to go well for me. A head has to roll. I'm probably the head that's going to roll. Let me get out in front of this and, and say I'm out of here. So you'll like this point because it's an anti-Howie Roseman point. Oh, I like yeah. it already. I don't so even you're, need you're to hear it. In. You co-signed what, what a it. Great, Elliot, what a great point that was. Thank you. So I do think the loss of Jim Schwartz is going to further kind of show the issues Eagles have had with personnel on the defensive side of the ball. I know that Jim Schwartz, look, his schemes are not, you know, lights out anymore. He kind of does his thing, right? But I do think that having such a veteran coach on that side of the ball mask that point, the issues they've had in the secondary. Like, we talk so often about all the misses they've had on that defensive side of the ball, right? Cornerback. They obviously had misses with Marcus Smith. I know that was prior to Jim Schwartz. But regardless, like, they've, they've missed on the defensive side of the ball. Still, they've been a top 15 defense in the league. So if you're going to go young, bring in an up-and-comer or something like that, you've got to make sure you do a better job on the per- with personnel on that side of the ball because now that you don't have that defensive veteran uh, coordinator – it's going to be tougher to mask those up. Yeah, I'm so with you. Look, I know there are instances of guys who left and and played better in other spots or guys who weren't scheme fits or whatever, but I think more often than not, Jim Schwartz got more out of guys than less. You know, particularly guys who had no business being on an NFL field. Jim Schwartz found a way to hide those guys, and obviously you can't always do it. The Michael Jaquette games are going to happen, but I think more often than not, handicapped a lot, Jim Schwartz got more out of his guys than less. Well, not to mention that, and, and it's true because uh, Jim Schwartz did have say on personnel on that side of the ball, but 
he also caught a lot of heat at times, I think, for moves that were probably Howie's, right? Like, now whenever there was a bad free agent signing, we, we would say, oh, well, oh, you know, Schwartz, that was Schwartz, right, Schwartz, Schwartz probably wanted him. Nikhil Ruby Coleman, right? Those type of guys. So that, that ability to kind of heap all the blame on Schwartz is, is now going to be gone. So It's a fascinating I'll point. be very interested to see where they go with this hire. And also, look, we'll find out in 48 hours, like, who will be making that hire? Yeah, and look, will Doug Peterson be that coach? Because that yep. still is up in the air. And, and Still and, no reports on Doug, by the way. Which is fascinating. And we'll Good get or into bad. It. We'll get into it. And I, I want to talk about the quarterbacks in a sec. But quickly, before we move on from Schwartz, and please, uh, we would love to take Take your calls on Jim Schwartz, 215-592-9494. Are you happy Schwartz is gone? Do you think this is a good thing? We want to hear from those people because Elliot and I are both more upset that he's leaving than not. But, and I know people get so mad when you bring up the Super Bowl and all that, but on the way out the door, the Eagles don't win a Super Bowl without Jim Schwartz. I know the game itself wasn't great, but they're not in that game without yeah. Jim Schwartz and what that guy did. So what they respect and appreciation. 21 total points, I think. Right in the in the first two playoff yeah, games, heading in something heading in. like that. Yeah. So yeah, and look, he had forced big turnovers in that game too. So uh, you know, it, I I forget who said this. It was uh, someone on the radio a few days ago, but they were saying like it, it it will be weird when all these guys are now gone in like a few years to hear them start to come back. You know, like Jim Schwartz will be remembered as a guy that won the Super Bowl as a defensive uh, look, coordinator. Look, whatever years, we think of him ten, now, like, Elliot. You are so right. In ten years, Jim Schwartz comes back to Philly. He's a hero yeah. as he should be. And all those guys will be. It's it's like hard Jason in the Peters, your boy. <laughs> it's so funny as you said that. I'm thinking like, eh, yeah. the only one I'm not sure about <laughs> Jason Peters. All right, let's get to and again two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four on Jim Schwartz. Also, I think the other and the Doug thing is up in the air. We've talked about it on our podcast. People want to hear us kind of dive into where we think Doug's what's going to happen with Doug and all that. Uh, check us out iTunes, Spotify, all that at Go Birdspot on Twitter. But we didn't talk on the pod about the quarterback position. Yep, and kind of where it's headed. Because, so, there are so many incantations of this right now. Obviously, it's unreal how many levels are, they have obviously, made to right? this quarterback so, so, the Carson Wentz thing. The Jalen Hurts thing. You know, one more game with Hurts. We'll see what it is, all that. And then you put out a poll, and we've talked about this a little bit on the pod, but the idea of, look, if the Eagles do end up with a top five pick, a top three pick, potentially yeah. is on the table, how do you not even at least consider Taking a quarterback there. I mean, we just all saw what Justin Fields did last night. If he's the second best quarterback in the draft, I think you could do a lot worse with that than that guy. You did a poll on your Twitter account, which blew me away. You said who should be the Eagles starting quarterback next year. And your four choices were Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz, Zach Wilson, and Justin Fields. And not only did Zach Wilson and Justin Fields barely get any votes. Carson Wentz won the poll. I know. I was surprised. So there is a large portion of Eagles fans who think Carson Wentz should be the starting quarterback to start next season. Where do you come down on this whole situation? Well, the fact Carson won was shocking because it's not exactly like my followers are, you know, the LTBB uh, right. convention yes. following yes. Elliott, right? Yes. So I, I thought it was very surprising. I think people are still in on Carson. And, I mean, I can't blame them completely. I think they're wrong. Like, I don't think bringing Carson Wentz back is the right thing to do. For, for a number of reasons. I just think it, his time in Philadelphia has kind of worn itself out. I think if you're bringing in a new coaching staff, I want that coaching staff to pick the quarterback. I don't want them to feel like they're straddled with Wentz. I think that if Wentz wasn't on this big deal, there wouldn't even really be a discussion of bringing him back. And you want to make your quarterback decision based off of potential and current skill, not just because you paid them a lot of money. That's not the way to do it. But I'd be lying to myself if last night watching that game, I wasn't thinking, 
you know, Justin Fields would be a pretty nice pick <laughs> for the Eagles. And, and I and I like Jalen Hurts. And that's the interesting thing about this quarterback discussion is, you know, you'll hear me say today, yeah, I would strongly consider a quarterback if I was picking in the top five. You'll also hear me say, I'm super pumped about what Jalen Hurts can be in the future. <laughs> like, they, they've put themselves in this situation where, you know, everything impacts each other so directly and you can feel good about one thing and another. Like, it's it's a terrible situation to be in in a lot of ways. But if they end up with a top five pick, or even if they're sitting there at seven and for whatever reason Zach Wilson's on the board, or I think after last night Justin Fields falling outside the top two or three is probably done. I, I think even if he somehow makes it outside of two, I think a team trades up for him. But if they're on the board and they have an ability to draft either Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, you have absolutely got to consider it. And I don't even think that should be a controversial statement. The Eagles are where they are right now because they have gotten some of the worst quarterback play in the NFL this season. Carson was probably the worst quarterback in the NFL this past, this season. And as excited as I'm about Jalen Hurts, and I think he's been outstanding, the numbers do say he's been an inaccurate quarterback that's been somewhat inefficient, right? So, like, I'm, I'm in on Jalen Hurts, but am I in enough that I'm going to say I'm going to pass up Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, two guys that are considered top 10 type picks? Like, I don't know if I can be that in on Jalen Hurts just yet. I still like the idea of making Hurts the guy. You already have him on the roster. You could you know, use the second-round pick on him. You've had him for a year. He knows your system. Like, all those things. I, I agree with all that. But here's the reality. The Eagles need a quarterback, and we don't know who that quarterback is going to be. So if you're in the top five and Justin Fields is there, I have got to consider it because we saw in 2016, they – they drafted Carson in 2016. They were Super Bowl champions in 2017. And I know Carson wasn't on the field for that game, but he was a large reason they won that game. If you get the quarterback position right, things can change quickly. If you don't, things can be ugly for a while here. And if the Eagles are in the top five, they have a chance to get one of those guys again. So I know they just used a second-round pick on a guy. I know they paid Carson. I don't care about that. I want to know who the best guy is moving forward. And if I'm in the top five, I'm doing my homework on those guys. Okay, so I agree with a lot of what you said. I, I, I'm not against you at all in the idea that if you have a, a the third, the fourth pick in the draft, you do your homework on all those guys. I mean, this is not a settled situation. You can't say, oh, at all. for sure Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts is the guy for the future. You don't know that. Like, we don't know that, obviously. Um, so on a basic level, I agree with the idea that you need to take a look at these guys. I, however— I'm far more in on Hurts than it seems you are. I I think Jalen Hurts has already shown enough that he should be the guy to start next season. For, I think Carson Wentz has to go. I think, Car- like, on a basic level, the 42% of your poll, I think, was the number it was to win that yep. poll that said Carson Wentz, I think are out of their minds. I think that is absolute insanity. Carson Wentz is done in Philadelphia. And again, anyone who's listening to me knows, I am a, a Carson Wentz fan. I have long... Gotten into fights. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Exactly. But you got to be willing to admit when when, when you're wrong, when a situation has gone past a certain point. And I think Carson Wentz and Philadelphia are done. Like the the marriage is over. It's time to move on. It's time to sign those divorce papers, get what you can get out of it, and move forward. My plan I'm trading Carson Wentz for whatever I can get for him. Whatever that deal is, I'm trading him. He He can't be on the team to start next season. And I'm riding with Hurts. I'm giving Jalen Hurts a shot again. I'm not. I'm. I'm evaluating Justin Fields. I'm looking at those guys. I, I'm ready to draft if necessary. But for me, I think Hurts has shown enough that starting next year, you give Hurts the year. Look, if Hurts is bad or just not good enough, they're going to suck again. Yep. They're going to be, especially with the roster issues, they're going to be a top five pick yet again. 
Then you go into it next year and you draft a quarterback. That's kind of where my head's at. I know there are a lot of moving parts of this. Well, it's going to come down to evaluation. I mean, when when Howie and oh, we're, at least Howie's doing yeah. it, so we're in great shape. Well, look, I, in Howie's defense, I think his top end picks, like the few times he's picked in the top ten, have been pretty good. But but that issue aside, because I'm not going to be the Howie defense guy today. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> can't handle I've, it. I've done can't, it can't, enough. Can't yeah. take the heat. Yeah, but. It's going to be about evaluation because if you think that Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback prospect than Justin Fields, okay, I'm with you on Like, I, I will co-sign that. I, I will believe you on that. But if you look at these guys and you say Justin Fields is a better option, then I'm not passing up the chance to get him just to give Jalen Hurts a chance. But the complicating factor is, let's say they do dra- draft Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. Like, what are you doing with Jalen Hurts? I mean, like, is, well, is he yeah. is, is he, he a back backup? as well? He's a backup so, again, right? I, I don't know if or a, you start him for a year and then it's the other guy's well, you job. Can't I don't sit, know. Yeah, you can't sit a top five pick for a second round pick. And I, I hate mean, saying ideally, that. Ideally, I think you draft Fields. Let's say you sit him for a year. Hurts plays well. You trade Hurts. I think that's a bet. If it's you're going a, that route, it's the best case scenario. It's such a mess they've gotten. Oh, what a too. mess! They really need. I Thank you, Howie. Over- Thanks, Howie. Good looking out, buddy. Overall, out of the three options, Wentz, Hurts, draft pick, you can only have one on the roster next year. See, I, I think you could you could have Hurts as I the think starter. It's too in late. A dra- I don't think so. I mean, good look. Hurts you- is a popular guy in that locker room. He's came in. He's played well. I don't know, man. Like if you're, and I'm hesitant. Look, to I would give. The- I would start Hurts next year. So I, 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 and I'm not against it. But I'm just saying, if I'm gonna say Justin Fields is special, he can be my guy. Then I want to do everything possible to make sure that happened. I don't need another Nick Foles, Carson oh, Wentz QB situation. QB factory though. What about that? No, not a QB factory. Look, the QB factory is not working. So you got to keep trying to <laughs> churning these bad boys out until uh, you find one. And again, I like Jalen Hurts. I do. I don't want this to be misconstrued as that. Like I did an article a week ago on WIP, and I had him as my 11th quarterback in the league that I would build a team around. So I am in on Jalen Hurts. I just don't know if maybe Justin Field is like top five, you know, or Zach Wilson. Which I just need to be. find out. He yeah. looked like it last night. And again, it's about evaluation. And and look, to the Hurts point, one of the things that I've talked about a lot is is the above the shoulder stuff. I've been very impressed with his poise, his yep. confidence, his leadership, all that. So that's one of the reasons I believe in giving him more of a shot. But um, it's, look, it's not, it, I don't think it's uh, putting it lightly to say that this is the most important decision facing this team right now. It's, what, it's the first decision they it have to make. It is the most important thing. Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts, top pick. Yep, and we'll Fig- find out tomorrow if hopefully they lose. <laughs> yeah, figure, please, God, figure it out. It's going to be fascinating. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand? What should the Eagles do at quarterback heading into next season? And, of course, Jim Schwartz out after tomorrow. Jim Schwartz swan song. End of an era. End of an era. So uh, what do you think about that as well? 215-592-9494. Let's start it out where we always do in Abington with our good friend Tom. Hey, buddy. Yo, fellas. Happy New Year. What up, man? Happy New Year to you, Tommy. Yeah, I know. I know we're supposed to be turning the page, a new year, positivity, and all. This is a rough start for my household as my cat dropped dead yesterday. Oh, I'm so sorry, yeah. Tommy. Sorry, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Shout out to Purr. Uh, R.I.P. Buddy, we'll miss oh. you. Well, the show uh, is now dedicated to. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is the Purr yeah. show. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And it's P.E.R. It's short for perfect. Oh, there, oh, there you go. I, I like that. That's a good name. Yeah. All right. So, I uh, first off, uh, Elliot. Um. Butch from Maniac had the same take as you on the on the quarterback drafting. Uh-oh. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's oh, all I, mean, I have look, to say. Maybe, maybe we can get him to call him with a poem about it's, you. It's a correct take. <laughs> or I mean, it's, a Flintstone it's, song. Yeah, it's the correct take. So I'm happy to hear Butch is uh, on the right path there. All right, so I got a prediction for you guys at the end, but I have put together the first annual Philadelphia Eagle Tommy Awards. Ooh, hmm. I like so, it. I'll give you the uh, category, my pick, and I encourage you guys to give me your picks. 
All right, let's hear him. First up, the Jeffrey, uh, the Jeffrey Lurie Emotional Intelligence Award. I give to Jalen Hurts. I think he carried himself uh, as a professional in a rookie year in a tough spot he was put in. All right. I'm going to go with Jason Kelsey. I think what he's said this year when talking about what he wants in a head coach, I think that his leadership still really matters. He's been the only guy there out there all year on the offensive side of the ball. I'll go with Jason Kelsey. Man, I like that. Those are those are the answers. I, yeah, I mean, you yeah. can't say Doug, right? I, yeah, no. I think you Doug's too. done it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll go with Kelsey. I think that's a, a perfect That's answer. a good one. All right, the Orlando Scandrick Weasel of the Year Award. James, you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, Howie Roseman. Well, no. Howie I got, I got two. Zach Ertz for oh. his uh, – Wow. Yeah, for making a stick about his contract and then coming yeah. out and showing it back. I can't and blame then, him on that one. And JP. They both oh, yeah, it. duh, JP. I mean, the easiest answer of all time. This We're is, not going Howie. James, James. James is very happy to hand this award out. J- I'll say oh, that. God, I, 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 yes. JP, congrats. You've, you've earned this award. Truly yeah, it's earned about it. time he earned something, huh? Oh. Okay, so Dougie P, bad comment of the year award. It goes to two people. Doug P for saying Jason Peters, bless, bless his, his heart. heart. And Howie Roseman for the quarterback factory. Yeah, and honestly, that might not even be his worst quote from that presser. I mean, look, they're playing Washington tomorrow. We might see see Nate Sudfeld. Howie Roseman said part of the reason they drafted Jalen Hurts was because Nate Sudfeld wanted to be a starter in the league in 2021. <laughs> and think about that. You're right. That whole Howie after the Hurts pick press conference is like a disaster. If you read it, it reads like a parody now. It's <laughs> truly unbelievable. Yeah. All right, the Travis Fulgham Breakout Player of the Year Award. I got to give it to Alex Singleton with an honorable mention to Jordan Mailata. Yeah, those are two really Boom. good ones. Yeah, um, great answers. I think Greg Ward had an underrated year, I will say. I, I think those He's not a years. breakout or yeah. anything. But Alex I think Singleton's yeah. a positive. great answer. Alex Singleton's okay. a perfect and then Wes Watkins for, for end-of-season breakout, maybe. Yeah. So, finally, the J.P. Stealing Money Award. Obviously, J.P. qualifies for that. But it came down to four names for me, and I couldn't pick one. I just named them all. Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Malik Jackson, and Javon Hargrave. Yeah. Look, I mean, what about your boy? It's a good – Oh! I mean, nah, that, not wrong. This is a Bronco free zone call yeah, today. I was going to say, I noticed Carson caught, didn't catch a lot of heat in these awards. <laughs> yeah, I know, because I can explain that one away, can't I? <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, so my prediction for tomorrow, fellas, um, I tried to come up with the worst possible ending for the worst possible season, and I think I did it. Um, So I see Hurts going down with a minor injury in the first quarter. Wentz comes in. He lights up the football team 44-17, to which will solidify our 10th pick in the draft and make a further mess out of a mess that I didn't think you could make more of a mess. Have a good one, fellas. You too, man. A pleasure. I mean, what a call. He's right. I mean, that's – so we both – and I've since, especially seeing with all the injuries and all that, I'm starting to be like, all right, maybe they really will lose this game. Like, please lose this game. I think they're going to lose. I think they have changed But on our pod, we recorded on Tuesday earlier in the week, we both picked the Eagles to win simply because we're like, of course. Yeah, I I would not dress Carson Wentz tomorrow night. I wouldn't dress anybody. I, I'd well, run. they're trying I mean, their Kevin best. Keenan, can yeah. Kevin Keenan go out and play tomorrow? Yeah. I'm in on that. Look, I mean, this could be my chance to prove I can score a touchdown. Yes! In the NFL. That, see, how much more entertaining would it be if we're watching to see if you can score a touchdown than watching this dribble? Well, it'd be short-lived because I'd do it relatively <laughs> early on, and then you could just put me on the I thought you were going to say it's short-lived because I would get hurt immediately. Well, that's one of the two. It would be short-lived either way. I would either get hurt or I would score. But in all seriousness, I would not dress Carson tomorrow night. I don't think it's worth putting him out there if – you know, that situation Tom just mentioned comes
comes up where if Hurts were to go down, I just don't see any benefit in Carson playing. I would tomorrow. start Sudfeld. I would have started I would from too. the jump. Like, just give this away. Like, yep. end this nightmare of well, a season. And also, not to mention, you might be trading Carson Wentz. You well, can't exactly. risk that that's injury. A, that's a great point, Ellie. And I don't think you're trading Jalen Hurts, but God forbid he gets hurt tomorrow totally. with a serious injury and then his entire well, offseason. And especially is. when you're sitting everyone else, you're sitting offensive linemen, you're sitting yep. this, you're sitting that. Like, What's the point? Then? Also, Nate Sudfeld, help. Nate Sudfeld wants to be a starter in 2021. You gotta get this him could, those reps. This could baby. be his chance. This is time for Howie to back it up, man. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Howie. Oh my God. So where do you stand on Jim Schwartz? He is now gone at the end of the season, according to reports. And then uh, the quarterback situation. What do the Eagles need to do here? How should they maneuver it moving forward? It's Go Birds Radio. It's Elliot. It's James. We're coming right back. And again, let me remind you, as I always do, that so many of the Go Birds faithful have already joined us, have set up their accounts, and are having a blast. Legally betting on sports makes the games more fun. And like you, we all love the home teams. That's why we go with the home team and have the home field advantage when it comes to our sports betting. Our team at Parksino Sportsbook is right here in Bucks County. That means your action, your money. They're safe and secure on their easy-to-use sports betting app. The only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania, the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Bet with the best. You can bet on every single game on the slate tomorrow. It's a tough day to read these games. Some teams have nothing to play for. Some teams have everything to play for. Here are a couple I like. I like Green Bay minus four and a half at Chicago. Green Bay playing for the one seed. I think they handle business as they have all season and same thing with baltimore heading into cincinnati a 13 point favorite if you haven't been paying attention baltimore just keeps rolling keeps handling business keeps covering i like baltimore minus 13 at cincinnati again you can bet on every game on the slate you can bet on instant betting uh who's gonna score a touchdown how many yards someone will run for anything and everything and here's the deal if you sign up now you get a risk-free bet of up to 500 Dollars, yes, $500. Just download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's P-A-R-X casino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. It is GoBirds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Jim Schwartz, moving on the end of the year report came out right before the show saying that Jim Schwartz will no longer be the Eagles defensive coordinator after the year, taking a year off, at least contemplating retirement. Uh, Elliot, you just saw an interesting tweet from Paul Domowicz because one of the things, obviously when this news comes out, our first thought, you and me, we're talking about that. We're like, well, what does it mean for Doug? Right. Yeah. I mean, you're here like, well, okay, well, is Doug here gone? What is Paul Domowicz, a very interesting take on what this could mean for Doug. Yeah, and Domo, obviously, one of the best Eagles reporters out there, very connected, and has been around for a long time. So he's a, he knows how to read these Venerable situations. Yeah, Paul Domowicz. Excellent word again by you. Uh, he says, news that Jim Schwartz won't be back, and the fact that Doug Peterson is going along with Sunday night's tanking against Washington would seem to indicate that Doug has been told he'll be returning for a sixth season as head coach. And I think that's correct. I do think Doug is going to be back. Um, and I think the fact that we've heard very little about, you know, really Doug either being on the hot seat or I guess the other way as well. But I, I do think Doug will be back. I think that's a, a correct read on the situation there from Damo. Yeah, me too. And again, that was that was what we thought prior to the Schwartz news. The Schwartz news really only emboldens that that you know position. And again, to the point that they are tanging tomorrow. If Doug were fighting for his job, you know, you would think that maybe he'd want to you know, have some guys play. And if there. this is the only big move the Eagles make, that's not good enough. 
Like in terms of your like a, a reaction to this year firing. Well, just in terms about? of the future. Like, look, I've said that I think Doug and Howie can win again. So I'm not writing off the fact that if they bring back Doug and Howie, that everything will be okay. But if you are the team you've been for the last three years and you bring back the GM, the head coach, and then the quarterback in Carson, and the only change you make is a defensive coordinator. Like, I'm not saying the defense has been great, but they've not been the problem. Like, the Eagles are not where they are because of Jim Schwartz and the defense. No question. The Eagles are where they are because of, in this order, Howie, Carson, and Doug. So you cannot bring back those three and expect different results. I hope that Schwartz doesn't end up being the, the scapegoat, I guess, for, for all these teams' issues. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Ridley Park and talk to Larry. Hey, Larry. Fellas, this is the only second time that I've been able to get through to you, so uh, please hear me out, okay? Well, thank you for uh, keep trying, and thanks for calling oh, in. Oh, no, you guys, you guys are great. Awesome. Isn't it ironic that Doug was not the one that hired Jim yeah. Swartz, and yet Jim Swartz is taking the fall? Isn't that ironic? Yeah. It's, yeah, you're right, Larry. It is ironic. I mean, that that's the puzzler right there. So you guys keep forgetting. You want to go about the quarterback. Listen. Have you guys not learned your lesson about quarterbacks? Listen, Fields had more weapons to, to use last night than the Eagles had. So it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. If you don't have weapons, forget it. And basically, they have a chance to go and get Devontae Smith. And if you guys don't think he's worth it, then you guys are nuts. Oh, I think he's worth it. Don't get me wrong. I, I, stop I think talking about the quarterback. Well, but 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 the reality is, you need a quarterback before you get the weapons. And okay, I agree so with you. The weapons you make. Do? The, you want to create ahead. another situation with Jalen, and and if if. Uh, uh, the quarterback comes back, and now you've got a third quarterback? Are you guys kidding me? Well, you can't have all three on the roster. And I don't even think you can have two of the three on the roster. But would you agree that before this team starts to seriously compete again, they've got to get the quarterback situation figured out? Well, then you've got to get rid of Howie Roseman. Well, that's a different discussion, Larry. We agree. Start talking about who needs to replace Howie. Well, you've listened. I'm sure you've listened to the show because all James talks about is how bad he wants. It's like my mantra. He wants Howie gone. And I even. Well, well, then let's talk about some guys that can come in and. But he's not going to go. Larry, and I appreciate the call. The problem is, is Howie's not going anywhere. And I even he knows. Elliot knows. On our last podcast, I took a minute. To do a thing where I said, listen. Yeah, it was a podcast-only rant, too, I would say. It was a PSA. It was, listen, I know that Howie Roseman's not getting fired. I know he's not losing his job. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't keep hammering him. Yeah. And keep saying that he has to go because Howie Roseman has to go. But, Larry, like, we have a lot of things to to discuss with what's going to happen in this team this offseason. And as much as I want Howie Roseman gone... Like, discussing who's going to replace him is folly because he's not getting replaced. Well, and also one thing I do agree with Larry on is, yeah, I would love to draft Devontae Smith, right? Like, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell. Like, there, there is a very good chance when the Eagles go on the board because they're probably not going to have a number number three. No, they'll probably pick. be like five or something. Yeah, or six, seven, something like that. Assuming they lose. There, there's a very good chance when they're on the board, the, the best player will be a receiver, and mm-hmm. that does set up perfectly. I'm all in on taking a receiver. The only point I'm making is, like, you got to figure the quarterback situation out. And if you think Justin Fields or Zach Wilson is a better option than Carson or Jalen Hurts, then then you got to go down that route. Like, you can't allow past mistakes to impact your future ones. I, I agree with you. Roster construction matters and all that, but it's the most important position in sports. One thing I will say about the wide receivers, and Elliot knows I'm all in on, on drafting a wide receiver high, but let's not – everyone wants Devontae Smith, and I would be super happy with Devontae Smith. That well, guy your, your is awesome. Your boy is uh... – Let's – Forget how, how good Jamar Chase yeah. is, is all I'm saying. He was better than Justin Jefferson. He took Jefferson. the year off. He opted out. He's better than Devontae Smith. I would be happy with either guy. 
Jamar Chase is better. Jamar, let's not forget how awesome Jamar Chase is. That's my point. Yeah, and I look, I also think personally for you, like drafting a receiver at LSU. I mean, just, we got to correct the mistake. Right, it I would mean, just make your heart <laughs> as full as I guess it could ever be. So much sadness from this yeah. one stupid And pick. again, but to your point, like Jamar Chase was better than Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. If Jamar Chase came was able to go into the draft last year, I don't know if he goes ahead of Judy. The, he would have been the first receiver taken. If he Jamar probably, Chase came yeah. out last year, he would have been the first probably, receiver Probably, yeah. Yeah. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. My guy, Wade in Chester. What up, Wade? How y'all doing, man? Hey, what up, Wade? How you doing? It, I think we get caught up a lot. I think the worst thing that could have happened to this world was fantasy football. Because it's like we take names, and we take names on the back of jerseys. Well, if we had this guy, we would win. But guess what the facts show? In 100 years of the NFL being in existence, only six times has a quarterback that was taken number one and number two overall won a Super Bowl. So the, well, the there has, real room, quick, real quick, Wade, there hasn't been 100 years of Super Bowls. There's been 100 years in the NFL. There's only been whatever, okay. 60 His point still stands. I know what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 75. Well, 50, okay. this is the 55th Super Bowl, so 54 years. Yeah, same Bowl. difference. You see what I'm saying? And then when you look at the, the, uh, the reality right now, all these players that we talk about, we should have talked Jefferson, where are these guys at? Their team is stinks. You see what I'm saying? Like, number one receivers, top ten receivers, name me one of them that's got a Super Bowl. None so, of them. So what are so you, what, sa- what, are you what, saying? What, what would you do? Well, hold up. You're talking top ten receivers like of all time? I mean, like, there are great receivers. No, I'm who talking about Bowl. right now in the NFL right now, look at the top receivers. Tyreek Hill won a Super Bowl this year. I mean, no, he's you know? not a top. He's what are you talking a, about? Tyreek Hill's a top five receiver in football. He's got 19 No, I think he's saying he wasn't a top ten pick. Are you talking about where they're drafted or, or the top 10 receivers in football? I'm confused, Wade. I'm talking about Tyreek Hill is not a top 10 receiver well, in this league. You're right right yeah, Yes, he is. Just stupid. And also, top five. For what it's worth, for what it's worth, Stephon Diggs has been the best receiver in the league, and he's on one of the best teams. Right. I, right. I agree That's with what the, I'm talking about. I agree with your so, the, your overall point, Wade, in the way that receiver is not a position in, a, in, a, in theory you want to use a top pick on. I agree with that. Right. But, what, I, what, I, what I think we should do as the Philadelphia Eagles organization, I don't care about other people's teams. We, if, imagine if Jalen Hurts did not have to, every time the ball was snapped, he, this guy would be, I mean, a damn good quarterback. If he could just sit there and distribute the ball to his weapons with the ability to run. So that means we need a good, solid, stout O-line. So if we got that pick, I don't want to rush, uh, waste that pick on the quarterback or especially an over-dramatized Justin Fields who don't even think he was really hurt. He, that was, I, that's a whole other story, okay? But just if you want to do it, trade that pick and get multiple picks because you have to build a stout offensive line. I, I me, agree. Our, offensive line move. is important. Now, yeah, the, now with the draft, the though, I'll important. say it seems like there's only one offensive lineman, and I'm still learning about this year's draft, but it seems like it's only the tackle from Oregon in the top ten or at least top seven but, or whatever. But you and, I, you and I both know that forget what their, 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 the whispers are. You and I both know that there's O-linemen coming out of this uh, draft that could actually support the O-line that we already have. Yeah. To make it well, how he's got to find them. But you can also better. draft O linemen in later rounds, and they can be great players. I mean, look at the Eagles' offensive That's line true. right I'm now. Okay with so, that. so, and I'm okay I think with it, that. you know, so I think it's dependent upon the, the your evaluation of the best players and great calls always. Wait, it's dependent upon your evaluation of the guys at the top of the draft and who the best players are and what's you know. I mean, obviously, need matters, but when you're that high in the draft, 
You can't mess around. You got to take a player you believe in. You got to right. take a player that you think, no matter what, is going to be successful. And you can't say, oh, we need an offensive lineman, so we're going to force this guy in. That's where you run into problems. Yes. And I agree with Wade's overall point that you build a team from the inside out, right? Like they have to fix the offensive line. They have to figure out, you know, what are they going to be doing a tackle for the future? Is my lot of the answer? Can Dillard play? How much longer will Lane Johnson be around? Those are important things. But what I also know is what you just said is true. If I'm picking number seven overall, like, yes, ideally I would love a stud offensive tackle to be there. But if the best player there is Devonta Smith, and I know he's going to be really good, then I'm taking Devonta Smith, and then I'll figure the other issues out. I think sometimes the idea of trading down sounds better than it actually is. Like, this team, more than anything outside of quarterback – is in need of just elite-level talent. Yep. Like they do not have blue-chip young players. And Devontae Smith, Javar Chase, Jalen Waddell, like those guys could be those players. 100%. And, and to the point you just said, I mean, that – and I know I brought it up a lot, but it was because when Lou Riddick said it, it hit me, like, so hard in the face. The fact that since 2013, Carson Wentz is the only pro bowler drafted by this team is, like, astounding. Yeah. We're not talking all pro. We're talking pro bowl. For years, it's the fill-ins. Everyone makes the pro bowl. Except Brandon Graham until this year. I know. Like, it's just. No, it, it's true. It really is a, a wild set. And you are right. They need high-end young talent on cheap contracts to move forward. That is the most important thing they could do. Let's go to South Jersey and talk to my buddy, Chuck. Chuck, how are you, sir? James. What's up, happy Chuck? Happy holidays and happy new year to you and Elliot. Uh, you, too, you too. Brother. You too. How you feeling, Chuck? Uh, you know how I feel, but yeah, I'm okay. Good. Good. That's what I want to hear. What's on your mind today, my friend? Look, ever since Doug became head coach, he hasn't been a real head coach. There's been two entities in this team, the defense and the offense. Now, I watch other teams, and the head coach is the head coach. He'll scoff and chastise uh, defensive players. He'll sometimes get into it with his defensive coach. Never has Doug addressed the defense team coach at all in the years that he's been here. It seems like there's a wall between the offense and the defense. Doug, from what I see, was told stay away from Schwartz he's got this now if you're the head coach that's got to be so frustrating that you can't address a problem that you're the head coach on on with your defensive uh, yeah Chuck I I think look and I I think it stems we had the caller say before that that Doug wasn't even the guy who hired Jim Schwartz I think it stems from that and look we've seen it over and over again with Doug I mean we joke about it all the time but the fact that they fired Doug's coaches out from under him and he can't even hire the new guys I mean is is unlike most head coaches much less a Super Bowl winning and I'm actually not against the idea of like having someone that can just handle the defense and let Doug handle the offense like the offense needs fixed so I don't hate that idea but yeah that's okay but he does it seems like he doesn't even have a say in anything whether uh, positively or negatively anything yeah, but the players do really like him. And so from a head head coach perspective, I do think they play hard for him, and I think they respect him. Oh, now, I understand that, yeah. but you don't see it on the field. Well, I don't, I don't think that's true. I mean, they, they play hard. I mean, they've been in playoffs the no, last three think, years. No, you don't see Doug addressing any defensive no, player. That's, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's that, true. that is does, true. I, I, we agree with your basic point, Chuck, that there does seem to be a wall between the defense and And that's Doug. by design, though. Yeah, like, that's, that's how why they, they hired, they hired so, Schwartz first. They yeah. got hired before. Poor Doug. I mean, so it'll on. be interesting to see if they decide to go down that same path with their new de- – like if they go after a Gus Bradley or a Wade Phillips, like are yeah. they going to allow That's those guys – That's a fascinating thought. Are they going to allow those guys to be head coach you of know, the defense? Doug's got to be in that meeting 
just to show that he's the head coach. Well, I'll say this. Chuck, if Doug, is, if Doug is back as head coach, I would be very surprised if he could say on who the defense I think there's a 0% yeah. chance. Like, I'm we've sure learned that, right? You can't, even say, him, you can't even say who his offensive coaches are. What do we expect? Yeah, you know? I, I'd be surprised if Doug gets a say on that. 215 It's Go Birds Radio. Uh, Jim Schwartz, gone at the end of the year. Where do you stand on that? Uh, I mean, I think, again, a lot of people happy. Elliot and I less so. And then, of course, the quarterback position. Plus, coming up next... You got a caller on the line who's mad, mm. always mad, and has recently denounced or renounced his fandom to the Eagles. I'm very interested to see where Mad Mike is at. That's coming up next, plus your calls as well. It's Go Birds Radio. It's Elliot. It's James. We're coming right back. Look at that. A little Renee. Lost Boys. That's my music right there. It's Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, not a, a Lost Boys guy, I'm guessing. I mean, I recognize this song from Coming Back of Breaks, but outside of that. It's a good one. Check it out. If you haven't heard Renee by the Lost Boys, this is it. The musical version. All right, I'll check it out. Check it out. 215-592-9494. Jim Schwartz is gone. First domino to fall. First domino to fall. There's got to be other dominoes, right? Yeah, I think if nothing else, um, there will be more changes to come. What do you think? uh, We've kind of both said we think Doug's going to be back. What other dominoes do you think fall? It's so tough, man. Well, look, you, I think they'll have an entire new side of defense, the ball coaching staff now, obviously. For the with most the, part, I think maybe they'll keep a guy or two they like like they did with Stoutland or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they but, kept Unland for a while. Uh, I wonder if they would bring Unland back as a defensive coordinator. He yeah, might be out of work. It wasn't a great year in Detroit. No, it was not. Um, I do think they'll hire from outside the staff. I don't think you'll see a promotion from within, even if Doug is back. I just think they're going to go for a clean start on the defensive side of the ball. But outside of that, like, I honestly think the most likely domino to fall outside of that would be Carson. Um, I guess then Doug, then Howie. But it's really tough. It is it is really tough to get a read on what they're they're going to do, and that's a bad thing for a lot of reasons. First of all, I'd like to have a, a better read on it, but also it just shows how complicated yeah. it is. And there's no there's no great decision. And I and you know it's so easy to say, well, fire Doug. Well, you got to replace him. Like you got to make sure you bring in a better option. At least with Carson, there there's. You know, Jalen's on the roster. You might have a chance in the draft, all those things. But I, I just – I think Lurie is in a, a really tough spot. I'd imagine he knows already what he's going to do. I, I so mean, too. When he fired Chip, he knew like three or four weeks beforehand that that's, that's the route he was going. And I think with Andy as well, it was pretty clear. So I'd imagine he knows at this point. Um, you know, the fact that they're tanking tomorrow, the fact that Doug has spoken so confidently about him being back. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do think Doug believes he'll be back. And – Look, if they run it back with Doug Howie and Carson and Jalen Hurts, I mean, that's a recipe for disaster. It just, I'm very with you. I just don't, again, as I've said the whole time, I I think Carson will be gone. I don't think they will run it back with Carson. I think Doug's coming back. I think we go into next year with a, all right, this is is the, everyone knows, Doug, like this is the year. You're on the hot seat. Howie, I don't know. Like, I I really don't know. I I don't think Howie will ever be on the hot seat until he's gone, quite honestly. And then, like, I still feel like whenever he's, quote-unquote gone, it'll be like, all right, Howie, now you're the president of the Philadelphia Eagles, and you don't, you're not involved in that, but yeah. you're running the show. or whatever. It'll be a promotion. Of well, something. the other thing to consider when talking about who will be back out of Howie, Doug, Carson, and Jalen Hurts, of those four, like I think the only one that doesn't want to be back is Carson. Like I'm sure Doug wants to be back. I agree with you. I'm sure Howie wants to be back. Doug, who Jay- knows? We've talked about maybe Doug would be like, hey. Yeah, but I, I think Doug would prefer to be back. I think so, too. Yeah. I think and so. Jalen, obviously, 
I mean, look, he's a rookie on his second year. It doesn't I, I really think, matter what he wants. Yeah. But I, I think and Jalen Hurts will be here next. I think. I mean, I guess it's possible if they, you know, you try and rehabilitate Carson, you want to trade Hurts. I guess that is possible. I just think that's the most unlikely. So outcome. from a selfish standpoint, as someone that tracks every throw in training camp, it would, I mean, almost be my ultimate happy place if Carson and Jalen had a quarterback competition. Can you imagine? I mean, I mean, like it's so rare in the NFL. Like, think about it. How often do you see a, a true training camp preseason well, quarterback competition like it's not you don't see it very often the only two i can think of in recent years here we years, had Foles versus vic Foles versus vic trubisky versus Foles again sure, ironically, that is in, ironically in chicago yeah. um and that's it i mean i'm sure there have been other ones that are like depressing but those are like two where i would say there was legitimate competition mm-hmm. um but you cannot bring back Carson and Jalen Hurts. It's just not going to work. Like, you can't have a competition. You can't have these guys go in and do it. I understand the the mantra, and Seth Joyner has tweeted this. And, look, if there's anybody I respect, it's Seth Joyner because he A knows football and B taught me how to tie my tie. So, you know, like, I, I owe that guy a lot, right? But he I just – taught you how to tie a tie. He did in the dressing room at uh, when we used to do TV together. So – where to go, Seth? Yeah, you know that's quite the out. experience having Seth Joyner stand over and show you I'm how to sure tie. It is. Uh, Seth not. is a really good dude. Granted, I was in my late twenties, so I probably should have known already. Uh, but that's kind of where my head was. I was like, "How did you not know how to tie a tie?" Was yeah. where I was at. But, but look, a quarterback competition is not good for this team because that other person is going to lose. It's good and for they nobody. Will be in the, it's it's good great for, for us, right? Yes, you're right. But for, for, yeah. if we want to cover a playoff game and go back to the Super Bowl, it's not great. Yeah, and that's what we care about most here is winning football games. 215-592-9494. Speaking of winning football games, there's a man who has wanted the Eagles to lose so badly that he has even renounced his Eagles fandom at one point mm. this season. Said he was going to be, I think, a Colts fan maybe. I'm not 100% Bouncing sure. Bouncing around a little I bit. I got to know where Mad Mike is at right now. Where is his head at? What does he think about the Schwartz thing? All of it. Mad Mike and King of Prussia. Hello, sir. Hey, uh, how are you guys doing? And it's Bills fan now. I'm Bill's oh, it's Mafia. Bills. Okay, I okay. couldn't remember which one it was. Yeah. Bills no, Mafia. It's it a good sense. one to pick. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, jump yeah, on a good one. Yeah. So here's my thing, guys. First of all, I heard Jeff Stoutland's now the defensive coordinator because that would. <laughs> Whoa! The- oh man. Good one. Um, here's here's my thing, guys. At this point, they're gonna bring everybody back. Like they're gonna do the dumbest thing possible. And so, like, just think of the dumbest thing possible. And this is what the organization is gonna do. They're gonna bring everybody back. They're gonna think the fan base is gonna buy some. Well, it was a COVID season, and you know, and it was everybody had a rough time. So, and it's just gonna be more stupid talk. How he's gonna uh, waste a, a high draft pick on? a player that can't play, and I guarantee you it's a defensive end that's undersized but has a good motor because he loves DM high in the draft. Uh, like, it's – this team just sucks. Like, let's be really honest. Next year is going to suck worse than this year. I agree with They're, you. They have I, no I disagree with you on that. I'm you are wrong. I mean, they've won four <laughs> – <they've, laughs> I disagree. You're well, you're wrong. Yeah, I feel like I'm on Twitter now. But listen, like, they won no, four no, listen, games I'll, this year. I'll, I'll tell you – let me explain why they're going to be wrong. Okay. First, because – Here's, they, they, they have a million holes to fill, no money to fill it with, and an, a moron that doesn't know how to draft. So you're going to be worse next year. Like, I, I don't know. Well, the reason I don't think you'll be worse is because I don't think it's humanly possible to get worse quarterback oh, really? play than they because did this I've year. Because I've seen teams go 0-16. Yeah, well, and... they, look, they're not going to go 0-16, okay? I think even over these last three weeks, you've seen they, they beat the Saints and they were competitive in those two they other beat games. beat the right? Saints team that I know. Okay, but before that game, everyone thought they were going to lose it. So they're you can't go 0-16. I think they're going to be really bad. I'm not but... saying they'll be yeah. a playoff team, but yeah. I do not think – I think this is 
This is bottom right here, in my opinion. No. This year is yeah. the bottom. It could be. It could be. I, I'm, with, I'm with Mike that I think there's a good chance it's not, but I, I don't think you what, are they going to be two and fourteen next year. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. I, they might Elliot, be. I don't, I don't know. They're in a bad un- situation. Unreasonable. Have you ever seen a, an off season where you have seventy million over the cap? Well, okay, no, no one has. That's all right. The but problem. hold on, we we don't even know what the cap is going to come in at. To be fair, I'm I guessing agree. it's going to come in way higher. Well, I mean, yeah, but. Their projections, it might be $20 million higher than they thought. And look, I agree with you guys. The cap situation's not great. I do. I'm just saying. Mike, I promise you I know their cap situation, okay? It's not great. I agree with you. But I think it's something they can work themselves out of. It's not great. And, like, it's it's god-awful. It is. It's bad. It's god-awful. Like, when we say things like it's not great, that's why we can – Howie Roseman – like you know, is able to serpentine and sneak his way. But let me around ask you this, Mike: who are, who are they going to lose because of the cap? Like who's well, playing let's, right let's, now that's not going to be back because of the cap? Let's be well. Here's let me. First of all, you can't bring anybody in. First, okay, but up, I'm saying if they have the yeah, exact same I'm, roster I'm from the last three it. weeks, they've I'm been competitive. All right, go let, ahead. let me explain. Go ahead. Uh, first of all. You have a guy, uh, your right tackle had a collapsed ankle. I don't know how you return from that. Second, uh, uh, as much as everybody loves Brandon Brooks. Two Achilles tears in two years can't can't think can't count on him. Jason Kelsey might retire. That is three fifths of your offensive line. Now you might say, oh, we have Jarek Driscoll and we have Nate Herbig and we have we could put uh, the the one Samoan in at center because he played center. This <laughs> offensive line Samoan. is not Dude, But you look look, Mike. To be fair, man, you're looking at everything from a glass half empty yeah, perspective, it, yeah. right? I agree with you that it's a tough situation, and I'm not saying I'm counting on Brandon Brooks and Lane Johnson. My only point is that even with the roster they've had the last three weeks, they were really competitive against Carolina and they beat New Orleans. And they're not going to lose any players that are currently playing because of the cap. Like, yeah, I know Deshaun probably won't be back. But they're going to have, if you get better quarterback play, this team will be better. And they had the worst quarterback in the league prior to – How are you going to have better quarterback play? Because, one, you're going to have – Well, if you start Jalen Hurts for a full year, I think you'll get better quarterback play than you did out of Carson this year. Jalen Hurts already got figured out. Like, they they – We don't know that. Well, I think he did, though, because as soon as – Well, Carson had a bad rookie year. Did he get figured out that year? Yeah, and then he's had, like, a bad career. Like, his guy's career has been – there are injuries and all kinds of – Like, they're all – Carson had an 11-game stretch and then a four-game stretch. And that's it. Like, if we're really honest, and the rest has been 50. I think, look, look and Mike, Mike, great call. Got to let you go up again. Too. His ability I to think, be passionate every week oh, is truly wild. unbelievable. I mean, especially yeah. for a Bills, I respect fan, it. A Bills yeah. fan. Who saw that coming? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, right. and his, his his ability to use serpentine as a as a verb about how he's serpentining, yep. like, that was very, very impressive stuff from Mike. I think, look, he's making a point that we don't know. We don't know if Jalen Hurts is the guy or not. Like, that's, like, you could say whatever you want right now. We don't know. We don't know. He's shown enough in the first three games to think that he could be. There's yeah. a chance. And he's also shown enough flaws where you could point to those things and say, oh, you know, those are those are issues that he's not going to get. Like, you could go either way. We don't know. I also just think, like, look, do I think they're a playoff team in 2021? No. But every, like, this is the bottom, right? Carson's been terrible. They've had injuries all over. Like, I, I truly believe this is the bottom. I mean, Dude, they're, they've won four me. games. Like, know, there's only teams, so much lower to the go. The Jags won four games okay. multiple years. In a row. I mean, like, look, teams can be awful, right? Like, that is possible. Yeah, but the Eagles, when's the last and time the Eagles And their roster is horrible. Time? It's a horrible roster. But They're going to win four games this year. They're going right. to win four games this year and right. go into next year with 
potentially a worse roster. Yes, maybe a better quarterback. We don't even know. Again, look, Hurts, he might be right. I think Hurts, I, I believe in Hurts. I think there's upside there, but he could be right. Hurts yeah, could not be good. We don't know. To be fair, though, prior to this year, no one looked at this roster and thought they were a four-win roster, right? But so they were. Uh, they were. I, I get that. I, I understand. Yeah. I'm so just I saying. I think there's a misevaluation in there, isn't there? Well, we'll see. I, I think they're like a seven-win team next I year. I feel but, like but we we'll are going to discuss this many, many, And I look forward to many, it. I'm sure times. Mad Mike by mid-season. Well, and it's also know. one of those absurd discussions where, like, we have no idea. This season's actu- not even over. In actuality, how they're going to maneuver around it, what they're going to do. Who's it, like? I mean, is, has a Jeffrey Lurie owned team ever won three games? Uh, well, three and thirteen. The the very first, uh, the last year with Ray Rhodes, I want to say they were three and right, thirteen. Right, so like twenty plus so years. How they got Donovan? They they got the two picks. Okay, they were so three and 13. it's been twenty plus years since this team. Like yeah. I, I get that the Jags, the Lions, the Jets. I I know that, but that's not. And who the again, Eagles though, are. also too though by like specific games, one like they could win five games next year and still be just as bad. You know what I mean? Like it could be like right. it's semantics and, well, when and, we come to that. And to me, the win total is not even what makes them so bad this year. They just we watch them each week, right? They've looked terrible. I just don't think it can get much worse than ha- what it is right. Now, famous last. There it is words. at old takes exposed. <laughs> Jim Schwartz gone. Where do you stand on that? I think a lot of people happy. Elliot and I say maybe you shouldn't be as happy as you are about that. And of course, the quarterback situation and really this team moving into the offseason. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. But again, let me remind you that so many of the Go Birds faithful have already joined us. And have set up their accounts and are having a blast. Legally betting on sports makes the games more fun. Like you, we all love the home teams, and that's why we go with the home team and have the home field advantage when it comes to sports betting. Our team at Parks Casino Sportsbook is right here in Buck County. That means your action, your money, safe and secure on their easy-to-use sports betting app. It's the only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania. The Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Bet with the best. You can bet on every single game on the slate tomorrow. Uh, you can bet on instant betting, in-game betting, how many touchdowns someone will score, how many yards someone will throw for, anything and everything. And again, it's a tough slate tomorrow, but I like Green Bay minus four and a half at Chicago. I think they handle business, get the one seed and move forward. Baltimore, a 13-point favorite at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's been a little frisky lately. But I think Baltimore has been rolling. I think they handle business tomorrow. Again, you can bet on every single game on the slate. And here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Yes, $500. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's P-A-R-X casino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. Give me some respect right now. <laughs> Look at that. Moshe Kravitz in the house. There and it is. it is a good point. We have not done our radio show since this happened. We've talked yes. around the podcast, but congratulations, Elliot Shore Parks. Thank His you. girlfriend, Kristen, is now his fiance, Kristen. We, weird to say fiance. It's a weird like. It's a uh, weird word. Yeah, it's a weird but, word. But uh, I'm a very lucky guy. Uh, been lucky enough to talk about it throughout the week on the radio. All the shows have been nice enough to uh, let me explain it. She's been enjoying hearing it. I'm I would sure. say that. Yeah, I'm she's sure. finally listening to the radio. You know. But uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's exciting times. It really, really is. Just it's it's been surprising to me how quickly we've gotten into the wedding planning already. Like in my head, I'm like, all right, we're engaged. Like you know, we'll start figuring it out later. But 
Saw a venue yesterday. Oh my so. god, you're like moving really quickly. Well, it's Emily exciting. And, Emily yeah. and I took like two years, but like not fully. But like right. our wedding was like two years after I proposed because we were like, we are taking forever to play. Well, imagine, <laughs> we're like this sucks. We don't want to do any of it. Right. I'd imagine that's what'll happen. I think now is probably just the excitement of like, you know, it's new. Like the idea of doing it all uh, is exciting. So, so we shall see. But yeah, you know, it's uh, it's been an exciting week. For sure. I can imagine. Yeah. So I appreciate moment, everyone that's reached out and said thank you. As they yeah. say. How about that? Off yeah. the market. Ladies, I'm sorry. I'm off. Jim Just Schwartz off is on. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. Jim Schwartz is available. 215-592-9494 coming up later. We will get the all-important player to watch from Elliott Shore Park. And later. what a game it'll be. It is the most important one, as they say. Uh, but for now, uh, Jim Schwartz uh, just came out prior to our show that Jim Schwartz uh, will be coaching his last game for the Eagles uh, tomorrow night. He is moving on at the end of the year, saying uh, taking a year off, his contract is up, uh, he might retire contemplating. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. But ultimately, it does leave a big opening for the Eagles. What does it mean? Does it mean Doug Peterson's back, gone? How do we interpret that? And, uh, of course, the quarterback situation, a lot to get into. Well, the important thing to remember, too, is the Eagles have had a top 10 defense since Jim Schwartz got here. Like, some some years they've been just outside of it. But overall, when you look at, like, what they've averaged compared to other defenses, they've been top 10. So if you're a, a person that wanted Jim Schwartz gone, is happy this move is made, things, can, things could get worse. You know, like, it, it's going to be tough to replace Jim Schwartz. It's not easy to find a guy – with that much experience and that much success. Look, he's a Super Bowl-winning defensive mm-hmm. coordinator. When another team hires Jim Schwartz, they will be excited about that hire because of what he's done in the league. So I, it's possible, for sure. They could, for sure, hire somebody that's a better coach than Jim Schwartz. I like the idea of you know maybe going young, up-and-coming, like go that route, but it's going to be tough to replace Jim Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, and again, I think it's a careful what you wish for type of thing. Jim yep. Schwartz has been— Grass isn't always green. So maligned here in Philadelphia, really, for, for as you pointed out, on the whole, if you just bottom line it, we always say we're a bottom line podcast, we're a bottom line radio show. Yeah. If you bottom line it, Jim Schwartz did a good job here. Like, the numbers say it, the evidence says it. Like, on the whole, Jim Schwartz's tenure was a success here in Philadelphia, but he is despised by a lot of It's well, really look, a the, wild... The, cannot, like the a, timing is not great coming off that Dallas game, well, right? Yeah, so, not his like, best yeah, performance. Here. But I also think it speaks to the, the issues of, you know, what he's had since he's been here. Like, they always put more money into the offensive side of the ball. They use higher draft picks, all those things. So, I'm not surprised he wants gone. Okay, so, oh, how about this? So, we have uh, breaking news actually happening right now as uh, according... And this is not official, so it's not official breaking news, but it's like some wild news here. Adam Schefter... And coming from Schefter, Adam Schefter tweeting out, Eagles head coach Doug Peterson is expected to return Mm. to Philadelphia next season, though he does have a meeting scheduled for Tuesday with team owner Jeffrey Lurie to discuss plans for the 2021 season per Mort Report and me. Thank you, Jack Fritz, for letting me know that was out there. Um, Jack texted us. Uh, let Thank me know. you for listening. Yeah, some good news there. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. And again, this is not official. You know, they kind of couch it with saying he does have a meeting. A, on a little bit couched. You never know what could happen in one of those meetings is the concept there. But pretty strong evidence. Adam Schefter, Mort Report, you know, Chris Mortensen looks like what we thought was going to happen. Doug Peterson looking like he's coming back. And it's the right move. I think bringing Doug back is the right move. I think Doug is a very good slash great head coach. His resume speaks to that. I think this year with the play from Carson, nobody could have seen that coming. Even his biggest detractors, you know, didn't think he'd be that bad. I think when Jalen Hurts went in there, you saw Doug can still design plays. Doug can still run an offense. 
I think bringing Doug back is the right call. I don't think replacing him would have been easy. There are no elite-level candidates out there. Like, yes, maybe Lincoln Riley, if you want to talk yourself into that. Brian DeBull from Buffalo, right? I mean, there are some options. But at the end of the day, Doug Peterson is a very good head coach. The Eagles are lucky to have him, and I think this is the right decision bringing him back. Yeah, you know I've wavered. I've gone back and forth over the course of the season where I was at with Doug. And as you know, certainly over the last few pods and and talking it out and all that, that I have – also come to that side that if it were up to me, I would have given Doug another year, seen what he could do with Hurts moving forward. Again, look how well they played those first two games with Hurts with that roster out there. And I know that obviously the last game is less so, mm. but I think did show that you can at least believe there is potential for Doug Peterson that Carson Wentz was the bigger issue and that without Carson Wentz that maybe Doug can get back to what he was. So. Well, I'm happy you brought up that name because here's the other main takeaway from that. If Doug is back, Carson's gone. I Most think, likely, I think, right? Look, there's going to be a fall guy. Like, they're not going to – more than likely – Jim they're Schwartz not bring is not the everyone. only fall Jim guy. Jim Schwartz is, is not the fall guy. He's one of them, I would say, but not the only right. one, I would say. But if Doug's back, I would think this means Carson is gone, but I would also think this means Howie is back. They're not going to fire uh, Howie. I think what we thought it already, it's it's lo- Howie's back. Like, right. They're not even talking about so it. So Doug just, and Howie return for 2021. It's big news. Get involved. 215-592-9494. Weigh in. Doug Peterson is coming back at least – very likely, unless there's something weird in that meeting on Tuesday. Adam Schefter putting it out there, expected to return for the and, 2021 season. And react. A, like, I would say, too, that although it's not official. It's like, official. It's Adam Schefter. This does not go out there unless somebody from Doug's camp or the Eagles camp wanted out there. A hundred percent. And they they wouldn't embarrass Doug like this. A hundred percent. And, again, they wouldn't use Schefter like this. Like, Adam Schefter does not get used. As Him a, and Mort, too. Him and Mort. Like, yeah. these are the, the top two guys. Like, when they say it, it is basically canon. It is and it is what it is. I also think it's worth pointing out that what he also said was, Schefter, two weeks ago, that Wentz might want out. Yeah. So, right. now the same reporter has said, Doug is back. Wentz might not be. I think it's just fascinating some, takeaway. Something to remember. As we what have. do you make of this? Adam Adam Schefter, Chris Mortensen saying Doug Peterson expected to return. What does it mean for Carson Wentz? How do you feel about it for this team moving forward? I, I'm guessing we're going to get some calls with people upset because there have been a lot of people who want Doug gone. Elliot and I more on the side of I know one person who definitely does news. on your show. Every oh day. yeah, I'm 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 one of my first thoughts was wow, I can't wait to hear what Richie has to say about this. This on is Monday. good. This is good news for the Eagles. I Keeping that way Doug too. as the head coach is good news for the Eagles moving forward. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Mount Laurel and talk to my good buddy Dennis. Hey Dennis, Seltzman. What's up, brother? How, how do you react to this news? Extrasensory perception. Congrats, my man. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, you know that I'm not a big Jim Schwartz guy. I've called for a couple years about this. I'm not sad to see him go. He gave up too many points in the Super Bowl. I think Seth Joyner should be hired as a defensive coordinator, and I think he would do a better job. Uh, look, I, I really like Seth. I think he's a super smart guy. I think he could coach if he wanted. I would just say it'd be tough for anybody to have the success Jim Schwartz has had over his time in the league. Now, this year, the defense has not been great in certain games, but let's not remember, like, you know, they had a big hand in winning that Saints game. They had a big hand in winning the first time they, they beat the Cowboys. I mean, they had a big hand in the San Francisco. Like, what game has this offense won this year? There, no, the offense stunk most of the year, and, and I agree with that, but Schwartz's defense didn't do any turnover balls. Yep, I agree. Now, it's hard to scheme turnovers, I think at least, but I look, Jim Schwartz is not a perfect defensive coordinator, but I, I do believe he's been one of the better ones in the league, so it's going to be tough to replace him. I don't, I don't doubt that, but I, I think we can move forward, and, and uh, 
I think, I think a Doug change was back. needed. A change was needed, yeah, I'm, regardless. I'm, I'm, I would, I'm with you guys though on Doug coming back. I think he needs to hire a one-person offensive coordinator, and I, and I think Howie is coming back, and I think he should be the capologist guy and not be involved in the draft, and I'd be okay with those moves. Well, that what's that interesting. A pleasure, my friend. What's interesting about Schefter's report is that there's going to be a meeting on Tuesday. Yeah. Right. To, for plans for 2021. So who knows what what happens there? I mean, is is this that there, Doug's expected to be back, and you know maybe he's not having to have play calling, um, you know, which is interesting because that's you know that means that this report doesn't come out this way unless Doug is already knows that and agrees to it. If if they're going to do that, yes. you would think at least. Yeah. So uh, look, I think there will be some like there will be something that'll change. There'll be something that when Lurie talks, he's able to say this was a bad year. Here's what's changing. In my opinion, I think there will be something. Now, if we don't think it's going to be Doug or Howie, it'll be very interesting to says what to see what he says about Carson because Doug himself has not been super, uh, you know, committed to Carson in his answers moving forward for 2021. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Nashville and talk to our buddy John. Hey, John. Hey, Happy New Year, boys. How you doing? Happy New Year's, man. Thanks for calling in. And hey, Elliot, I wanted to congratulate you on your engagement there, man. It's uh, I, I'm I'm married to a Kristen myself. Oh, uh, she's a we're both she's lucky an guys. EN. Yeah, yeah, very, very lucky. I, I'm married for eight years now, two boys. So nice. you know, you're you're in for a good treat there. I, for hope, sure. I hope I have that in my future too. Congratulations. Oh, you got it. You got <laughs> it, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I wanted to start off. I got uh, about four things here just quickly with you guys. Uh, the first is a little guess who game. I know you guys like uh, little nice. games here. So yes. I wanted to see uh, if I rattled off some stats here, seeing if you could guess which quarterback this was in his first four starts. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Um, so this quarterback went uh, 60 for 100 for 60% completion, obviously, for 594 yards. He had four touchdowns, four interceptions, and he rushed 22 times for 80 yards with zero touchdowns. Uh, and he was sacked eight times, if that matters there. So at first I thought it was, was going to be Carson, but it's not him because of the interceptions. Carson, I think, only had one in his first four. He did. Yeah, that's good. Seven um, touchdowns, one interception. Yeah. Donovan? <laughs> not Donovan. Yeah. All right. My, my, my last guess would be Dak Prescott. Not Dak. It's actually Russell Wilson. Oh, wow. Um, good one. Yeah, and uh, I looked that up because the main reason was, I, you know, I really like Jalen Hurts. I think, I think he's doing a really good job. I mm-hmm. love his leadership. I've told you guys that. You know, I know people think that he's not a franchise guy. We don't know that yet. It's a small sample size. I get it. But, like, what can you tell from four games, you know? And, I, I mean, I, I looked. I looked at his first three games. I didn't t- take the Green Bay game into account because he really, like, he jumped in there, you know, wasn't fully prepared. But, I mean, he's at a 55% completion uh, rate. He's 847 yards, five touchdowns, two interceptions. He's 38 uh, rushes for 238 yards and a touchdown. I mean, that's, that's impressive, you know. And, there, and, there's, and been, think, there's been so much more positive with Jalen Hurts. It's interesting to watch people kind of pick for negatives, like, oh, they're not scoring in the second half. Like, right. okay, you know what? If that's the biggest problem after watching him for three games, I can work with that. I think he's been incredibly impressive. Well, and you also got to think, too, you know, Russell Wilson came in the league where they had a natural training camp. It was a, it was a real one, you yep, know, with real 100%. OTAs. He, he had a strong offensive line in front of him, like right at the beginning of the season. So likely, you know, you're talking Max Unger there, but also like, you know, some guys that, you know, were, were ready to play healthy. And an you know, all-time great defense in. on the other side, too. Which yeah, exactly. Hurt. Exactly. And he and speaking of that, too, he went two and two in those first games, you know, so it wasn't like he was blowing people out there. So. Um, I thought I'd, I thought I'd uh, give that to everyone there. And then I do have some advice. You know, I, I hate admitting this, but I do think Howie's coming back. I agree with you guys there. Yep. But, but here's, here's my advice to Howie. You ready for this? Draft a wide receiver, Howie. 
And, and the reason why here is because, you know, I know you guys are talking about like drafting a quarterback maybe or like looking for strong defensive line there. But are we a good franchise for developing wide receiver talent or drafting it? Clearly not, based on the evidence, John, <laughs> yeah. I would say. I mean, so, look, I mean, if you have these two guys it's, sitting right I, I there. I really like what you're saying. The idea of, you know what, get, get someone who can't miss. Like, you can't screw this guy up. He's so great that, that you almost – it doesn't even matter how well you could develop him because he's already got so much coming in. Is that kind of the concept you're going for? Yeah, because, I mean, you, I know you're ta- I know Elliot, in the past you've said, like, this could be a waste if you, if you do another wide receiver here. And I get that. It's a high pick, so you need to really hit on it. But at the same time, you know, we've seen they don't have a good track record here with this. So, so you, you ha- like, you, you, can't, you can't miss if you're investing in something like this, John, you know, with a John, wide receiver. terrific call, man. Uh, keep calling. Outstanding call. Thoughts? Well, I, I think my, my, my uh, opinion on the receiver is being painted in the wrong, the wrong way. I am not against drafting receiver in the top ten. I would do it. I'd be excited about it. My only thing is there are other higher-impact positions that you have to consider first if they're on the board. I don't want to reach – for a defensive end just because it's a more important position. I don't want to take a tackle just because you need one. We saw what happened with Andre Dillard, right? I am in on taking a receiver. My only point is a top-level asset like that, you have got to get a high-impact player, right? Like getting a great one is is perfect, clearly, but I need a high-impact player, and those come from the lines in the quarterback position. And honestly, maybe even corner. Like I think corner might be more important too. So whenever I see this name on the board, I always wonder, what did I say? Or what did Elliot say? We're about to find out. Let's go to the king, Howard Eskin. Oh, boy. On Here the line, Schwartz, Schwartz, Colton, Guest Live, Here's your work, Get Justice. Call 1-800-JUSTICE. Howard, what's up, buddy? Okay. Well, here, Elliot, first of all, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Secondly, thank you. Glad you get, got that out the way. Let's hear, uh, let's hear what's, okay. what's wrong. Okay. And then secondly, Happy New Year to both you guys. Me too, man. And Me too, Mosh, man. Uh, and Mosh. But you get you guys because you see some social media is a joke. It's not social and it's not media. There it is. Adam Schefter put out. I don't even know. I I won't even call it a report. He put out an item that is so obvious. He is the master of the obvious. But one, I don't think it that, is. I don't think that – I disagree with you. I do not think it's obvious he was going to come back. I think he was going to, but I think it was certainly a question heading into these next few days. Would you not agree? Uh, not anymore. Nope. Well, yeah, not, not anymore. Doug, yeah, because Schefter yeah. just said he's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not as uh, – Doug was so, uh, so certain uh, about uh, any – whether it was it Wednesday or Friday when he said – you know, basically, he said he's coming back. Yeah, I and and I, I have said way. now for a couple of weeks that it's a, like a ninety-five percent chance. This morning, I said ninety-eight percent because something could always happen. He's coming back, but but for Schefter to say something that Doug Peterson. I mean, didn't you get the sense the way Doug spoke? Yeah, I agree with he, you. I think I the, the, same way, yeah. the way he's been talking this week, I but, thought was out of character for him. He's been far more confident about the fact he'll be back. Okay. I'm just saying there's a difference between Doug thinking he's going to be back, acting like and, it. And, and, and saying and it, now, and then, well, like, yeah, confirmation. Yeah, but what did Chapter say? He, he said he's expected to be back. That's news. Expected. That's what Doug said. So he okay. didn't say anything more. That's old news. So you agree and Doug's going to be back. Okay, so he, ex- he expects it does. That's exactly what Doug Peterson said. So that's not news. But yeah, this okay. is his job. I mean, this is what, how, this is what Adam Schefter All right, does. Let's, let's like, move past that. Do you think it's the right decision to bring Doug back? Well, let me just uh, let me get one more item. Okay, go say ahead. there's a meeting on Tuesday 
we know there's almost never a meeting the following day because there's always exit interviews with the head coach. Yeah. So you got the exit interviews and you have a Sunday night gig. So between all that, that was another obvious thing. And somebody called me this morning and said, do you think something's going to happen on Monday? I said, no, because and the same thing, the exit meetings and, uh, and the fact that it's a Sunday night gig. Tuesday is when they talk, and Doug will speak either Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't know that for sure, but that's the way it usually works. I would Adam agree. Schefter has said nothing. Nothing! All right. All right. Do I think he should be back? Yes. Yes. I agree. Have, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think there's any question. You know, people always question his play calling. Do we know? I wish I was in. Uh, their offices, when they go over tape and say, that receiver didn't run the right play. Look at the breakdown on the offensive line. Uh, you know, the running back didn't go to the right hole. You know, all these things, we don't know that. So he calls a play, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then defenses change because now between Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts, they want the quarterback to throw the football. So they load the box a little bit more. And they, they stopped the running game, which all you guys start whining about, run-pass ratio. Over 62% of the plays uh, in the NFL are passes. Of course. It's, it's a passing it's, game. Yeah, I am team uh, throw we're, the ball. We're, we're up against the break, so we, we got to okay. let you go. But we appreciate it. Thank you it. for calling in, though. So the uh, main yeah, point is it's always good news. to be educated. You know, it's good to hey, hear from the, the way, kid. By the way, I don't know if you've set a date yet. But your fiance has a chance to bail out. <laughs> well, there goes your wedding invite right there, my man. So, <laughs> all right, see you soon. Buddy. Howard, a pleasure. You. you too, Howard. I love it. We're just out of nowhere. Well, I guess we just got the we confirmation got we needed, right? Doug's back. That was the, the Howard, the Howard esque yes, confirmation. Two, two sources. All right, quickly, Elliot. Uh, in a, the most anticipated of the yes. season here, uh, it's time for Elliot's player to watch tomorrow night. Brought to you by your local Tri-State Toyota dealers, proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles, Elliot player watch well it's slim pickings right yeah. i mean they have I think 13 players or not nine players have been ruled out one's questionable so there will not be a lot of the top end talent but look the player i want to watch nate sudfeld i want to see Ooh, sudfeld out love there tomorrow. this take i yes. want to see sudfeld yes. i've Jalen Hurts is not changing my opinion. Why mess with Jalen Hurts? Yep. Why put him behind an offensive line without players playing? Like it makes I agree. No sense. I'm excited to see Jalen Hurts. Sure. You know, it's a good to see him to continue to develop. We'll see what he can do. But I want to see Nate Sudfeld. I want the season over. I want Jalen healthy, Carson healthy. Let's decide what they're going to do after that. But my player to watch, hopefully, is Nate Sudfeld, Love. and also hopefully because they're losing by a lot. Exactly. And he's in there. This is. Perfect. You know, what player do we want to watch? The third stringers, the yes. backups, the bottom of the roster. That's Elliot's player to watch, brought to you by your local Tri State Toyota Dealers, proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, we'll come back. We'll run your calls. Doug Peterson coming back next year per Howard Eskin and Adam Schefter. Yes. And Chris Mortensen, all the heavyweights saying it's happening. We will dive into that on the other side. Run your calls. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. That's right, it is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer. Coming your way till 3 o'clock. Big the, day. The, huge day. We get the Jim Schwartz news right before, the Doug Peterson during. Like we always joked at the top of the show, always stuff happening on Saturdays. Guess so. Well, I'm happy to be here talking about it. I'll yeah, say that much. We've literally been waiting, I don't know, weeks, months yeah, to find out the answer to these the questions. Big, the biggest question we had. I mean, because we all assumed how he was back. 
you know, Carson Wentz, Doug Peterson. Those are the two biggest questions this offseason, and it seems like one of them has been answered. And we both feel good about it. I feel good about it, yeah. I think I, it's the I, right decision. I think it's the right de- I've gone back and forth. Uh, again, I, you know, I'm not pounding the table saying if he didn't come back, I would have been lost my mind. But I think all, you know, boiling it down, I think I would bring him back and give him another shot, yes. So does he enter 2021 on the hot seat? Yes, absolutely, 100%. I think so, right? I think they both do. I mean, Howie, who knows? But I think they both should go into 2021 on the hot seat, like make or break year. And, I again, that's tough because I don't think the roster is going to be that great, but I, that's where I would be at. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Strawberry Mansion and talk to Hassan. Yo, Hassan, what's up, brother? What's going on? How you guys doing? Happy Saturday and goodbye to Schwartz. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for calling in, man. So you, you happy about Schwartz and Doug or just Schwartz? Well, um, the jury's still out on Doug. I'm I'm a little anxious to see him without Carson person. Well, yeah, well, I think the initial results have been good. I think seeing him with Jalen has been promising. Look, Jalen well, did Hassan's a big Hurts guy, too. Yeah, well, I think me and Hassan are on the same page there. But uh, I think he looked good. You know, obviously not great against Dallas, but I think when you're a rookie, you also have to just look at the positives. And, you know, he had a great start to that game for sure. For sure. And like you guys, I definitely would rather see Seth up than hurt yes. tomorrow. I'm actually floored because they, they've been so open now at this point about how, like, with all the guys who are out already and, you know, like making it very clear they are not taking this game seriously. I'm actually shocked they're putting Hurts out there. I'm really surprised by it. It seems like such a no-brainer. Why risk it? Exactly. I just hope they just do the right thing in April or whenever the draft is and get us. I would actually rather go certain and come back and get Waddle because I think he's he's still going to be good and he'll be in it be there in the second round because of his injury. He but, might, I, 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 he might, and and good call. I love certain. I mean, I, I look pedigree. Father played in the NFL. That kid's a stud. He is huge. He is strong. He's a good tackler. Everything you could ask for out of a cornerback. Um, so that'll be an interesting, I think, certainly a, a, a name that'll be brought up a well, lot. Which would you value more, receiver or cornerback? Um, I think it's a, a – again, I was about to say it's a passing leave, so you go wide receiver, but for the reverse reason, you could say a, a shutdown corner. I think I would still would, would value a, a shutdown or a go-to wide receiver slightly more, but it's really close. Well, I think this year too, look, I think Darius Slay – had a good year. Clearly, when he faced against some of the elite-level guys, he struggled. But, you know, DK Metcalf, Devontae Adams, a lot of guys struggle, especially with the way the rules are set up. But what you saw was when you have Darius Slay, he's only so effective if you don't have somebody across from him that can help because sure. otherwise you can just attack the other guy if your secondary is weak, if you have safety issues. So in order to get the most out of Darius Slay, and the same can be said for the quarterback with the receiver, obviously, but I think corner is, is also a very realistic possibility at the top of the draft. Let's go to Tennessee and talk to our buddy Justin. What's up, Oh, I was fellas? just asking about uh, him. Literally, Justin, <laughs> Elliot said to me before the show, where's Justin been, man? I feel like we haven't heard from him in a while. I miss Justin. Yeah, I'm happy to hear your voice. How you doing? Congratulations, man! Thank you, thank you. I pre- appreciate I, it. I sent you, I sent you a tweet out there. Congratulate you! Know, I'm pretty sure you got it, but I just wanted to <laughs> thank say you. it in person. You know? Thanks, uh, Me- means a lot, and it's good to hear from you. Happy for you and the misses, James. How you doing, brother? Y'all I'm have good. a happy New Year. Yes, yes. I had a very nice, relaxing New Year. It's it's uh, happy. It's 2021, my friend. Yes, we're we're glad. I'm glad to turn the page on yeah, this 2020 buddy. thing. Yeah, buddy. Uh, speaking of Schwartz. I'm kind of happy that he's going to be leaving because I think he had too much pull in personnel. Uh, I mean, you look, I mean, this is the guy that cut loose LJ Fort probably, 
you know, mm-hmm. that didn't have room for him. We could have really used Rasul Douglas or Sidney Jones this year. I'm not saying they set the world on fire, but, you know, look like Rasul maybe playing better in Carolina. And it may be a scheme fit for Rasul, too. Yeah. I, I don't know. But me, I would I would like to see maybe a Dan Quinn come in if, if he doesn't get any – you know, had any more head coaching opportunities, bring him in because... I, I would do that in a pretty, second. I'm very yeah. with you on that. I think Dan Quinn's a, a, a damn good defensive coordinator. Or or even Gus Bradley. I'm not sure where he is. Wasn't he in San Diego or something maybe Yes, I believe he might get a, fired. Yeah, I, I believe he, he will likely yeah, be available. San Diego, yeah, that San Diego defense wasn't that great this year either. And you got to look at it like this. If they're bringing Doug back, yes, they're bringing Howie back. We all know that. I think next year will be a do-or-die season for both those guys because if Howie had just not tried to be the smartest guy in the room, we could get a Patrick Sertain at five or four and not have to worry about wide receiver because yep. we would have had D.K. Metcalf yeah. and Justin Jefferson uh, already. Justin, I mean, breaking I mean, my it's, heart. I know. It's, I know. it's ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? Or we could sit at that five and trade back and get more, maybe a couple of first-rounders and a third or something like that without having to take one of the top receivers. No, and, and that's it, that, what kills me. Yeah, it's incredibly frustrating, and and it makes you question it. You know, it's a, can you expend even more assets into it? I I think you can, but um, it makes it frustrating. It's really yes, tough, Justin. Definitely. One more thing, and I, I know y'all probably got a full bank of calls. What was the what was the trade compensation that the Chiefs gave the Forty ers when they got Alex Smith? Wasn't it like a second and then a a Turned into another second-round pick because the they done so well the next year they got two seconds. I don't Alex remember Smith. off the top of my head, but it was something like that. It was something when the Chiefs got, traded him to Washington, or when the Niners. No, traded. when the Niners traded him to the Chiefs, I think it wound up being so two I, seconds. I looked it up. It was a it was a second-round pick in 2013 and a conditional pick in 2014. So you might be yeah, right about go. the additional pick. And I think I think the conditional pick was a second as well because they wound up making the playoffs. That could be something that the Eagles could do probably for Carson because me and James are in the same boat. I think Carson's just mentally done in Philadelphia. I hate it. I love Carson. He's, you know, not for him, we wouldn't have had a Super Bowl. Uh, Just 100%. I just don't think I, – I just think his time's done in Philadelphia. I do, too. And I saw, I saw your tweets last night, Elliot. You know, uh, mm-hmm. are we a quarterback factory? So, yeah. I mean, what, well, are, what do you think about – got to produce one good Justin, quarterback before they can be a factory. But. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, I mean, Justin Fields looked pretty good last night. He did. There are five quarterbacks that could be taken within the top ten possibly. Yeah. You think five? What I guess the, the – do you think the Florida guy could go in the top five? Uh, what it Wilson, the kid from North Dakota State. Yep. Yeah. Fields, the BYU mm-hmm. kid in Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. No. So that's five. So I mean, what are the options of maybe trading back if there are three top receivers? You've got Chase Smith and uh, wow. Waddle from Alabama. No. So, Justin, anyway, I'll, I'll let y'all hash that out. Hey, love you, boys. Man, yep. good to hear you from you, brother. Great calls always. Yeah, it's an interesting thought. Like, look, I. You know, we have so many needs on this team. If if they were to trade out of that, if they let's say they end up at four or something and, and trade back to the teens and get a bunch of draft picks, like as much as we are going to be locked in on those guys because now all we got is looking at the top yep. five, who's our guys, who's our guys. Uh, while it might be tough in the moment, it might be the smartest thing. I mean, they got a lot of holes on it, this team. You know, yeah. it's so tough with the draft, and the draft is one of my favorite times of the year because I, I love the instant reaction. So I'm, I'm not being one of those, well, you got to wait a few years to find out, but – if you trade back, man, like you better be sure. You know, if you're going to trade back and get more picks, you're yeah, right. that, that could work out great. It for sure could. 
or you could end up with Jalen Rager. Right? And you I mean, you end to... up missing out on the next whatever. Exactly. Yeah. It's a great point. Let's go to Brumo and talk to Mike. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. What's happening, man? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Good. Congrats, Elliot. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Good. Much appreciated. It's tough. Um, I I really agree with both you guys on uh, almost everything, man. And I've always expected Doug to come back. Um, I didn't. I never really thought they were going to fire him. The same thing with Hallie. I just, you know, I, I thought they were just going to say, you know, just walk me out, see what happens, and then, you know, James said it. They're both going to be on the hot seat in 2021. It's, a lot of it depends on where they draft, how they draft, what they do with the pick. But um, the Jim Schwartz thing, you know, he, he. I don't know if it was a mutual agreeing or they're like, look, Jim, you're going to be done at the end of the year, so you do what you want to do. But mm. you know, I am um, some version I, I of that. I think it feels more mutual yeah, yeah, to me. Yeah. I, you know, it feels like they were like, hey, Jim, you know, we're we're going to move on at the end of the year. If you want to do it your way, good. Yeah. If not, exactly. we'll get rid of you. Whatever you want to do is my guess. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It, it'll be it'll be interesting to see where they where they go with that. But um, you know, well, with Doug was, with Doug coming back, just really quick as we're all yeah. just kind of reacting to this live as it happens. But with Doug, you know, seems coming back, I think that lends itself to a veteran defensive coordinator. I would mm-hmm. I would lean that way, too. Because I think you want to keep it where Doug doesn't have to worry about the defensive Let side of the ball. Let someone who could just kind of take care of it. Yep. Yeah, I, and Justin said it, so I was thinking the same thing. You know, the, you know, the Gus Boss or uh, um, Dan Quinn, you know, bring one of those guys I, in. I, and I, my great call, I think it's those types of names. You know, I think, you know, I know Wade Phillips has been floating around. I don't know if it's him, but it's like, I, I, I if I had to bet right now on – you know, at 2.36 on January 2nd, I would bet that whoever the Eagles signs defensive coordinator is a name you know. So yeah, I think Gus Bradley is a really good chance. We know, I mean, remember they almost hired him as head coach. He, If I'm not mistaken, he spent the night at Lurie's house, mm-hmm. right, as part of the interview. Um, But, you know, if we all agree Doug is going to go into next year on the hot seat, you know, if you have Gus Bradley midseason, I don't know, right? Yeah, I mean, like, you thing. have that type of guy there yeah. at least where if Lurie wants to make it's a possible. move midseason. It's, it's an interesting thought. Let's uh, have the two shows in a row. My man, Lennon Sweets, bro. Yeah. Lennon. Hello, what's up? How you doing, man? How are you, man? Good, 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 good. All right, let me tell you, I mean, you've got a lot of stuff. Uh, first, I'm ecstatic that Swartz is going to be gone um, because the fact of the matter is Dwayne Haskins looked like an NFL quarterback in one game this season. That was against the Jim. <laughs> it's, it's not a, a good, it's a good, it's a good argument right there, Lester. Yeah, and that's been the staple of Jim Swartz. He doesn't make any, no matter what, how bad the quarterback is, he always looks good against Jim Swartz. That's number one. Number two, I, there's no way I draft a receiver in this draft. Um, two years ago, you drafted a receiver in the second round. He's a bust, but you still drafted him. Last year, you drafted three receivers. I was on record for wanting T. Higgins because I said. Oh, I was a big T. Higgins guy. I was a big T. Higgins guy. He was a huge T. Yeah, guy. So you guys are both right. He's definitely better than Riker. Exactly. So going into this year, we would have at least had one. Because right now, we don't know what we have at receivers. But we also don't know what we have at defense. Cowboys are still going to have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and C.D. Lamb to cover. We got Darius Slay, and he might have two more years of really solid football. Mm-hmm. You can get yourself a certain, but I want the head of our defense. I want the coach. I want Mika Parsons out of Penn State, the number one linebacker coming out. This is this is where we part on the agreeing. I mean, look, I was big on Higgins, but man, Michael Parsons in the top seven or eight, Uh I'd be very hesitant. I just don't see the Eagles doing it more than anything. Like they, that's that's just not an Eagles pick. Well, that's the problem with it's an Eagles thing. But Eagles thing has to change because we've neglected defense for too many years now. Too many years. You got a new defensive coordinator coming in, and yet, like say, last year, the, the all the big free agency moves were defensive moves. Like they tried to to build it up, but I, I from a, young, a youth perspective, they are lacking. Obviously, exactly young. We need young because you know our, our salary cap is looking pretty fast, and we need some young players in here that we can build with, and eventually, you know, obviously redo their contracts at, at you know in a couple of years now. But you got to get some young young talent in here, some playmakers. We don't have any on the defensive end. 
So we we need that. No, That's it's, where I'm it's a good point, Len. I, I can't argue with you on it. Yeah, I'm sure Jim. Jim's probably felt the same way as he walked out the door. You know, he was probably like, "Look, you've been." Can I got some young talent yeah. here to help me out, or no? And that's that, that's possibly maybe why he did, if he, if he did decide to step down, maybe he knows. All right, they're going to go receiver again in the trap. So eh. I'm still going to have nothing. Let me get out. You know, that's it. So. Great calls, always, man. All right, guys. So yeah, look, I, it's going to be fascinating. It, it, now we've got one domino or two dominoes kind of falling. It's going to be fascinating well, to see where this roster stuff goes from here. There's kind of only one more domino, right? I mean, we know what's happening with Doug. We know what's happening with Schwartz. We we uh, we all guess what's going to happen with Howie. He's going to be back. Carson. It's one more domino. Carson. Right? I mean, wonderful. Talk is about is this it the all. beginning of running it back, or is this the you know are they going to change? It's going to be fascinating. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. One more segment to go. The legend Robbie E coming up. After that, I tell you, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio. And again, let me remind you one more time that so many of the Go Birds faithful have already joined us and have set up their accounts and are having a blast. Legally betting on sports makes the games more fun. And like you, we all love the home teams. That's why we go with the home team and have the home field advantage when it comes to sports betting. Our team at Parks Casino Sportsbook is right here in Bucks County. That means your action, your money. They're safe and secure, and they're easy-to-use sports betting app. It's the only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania, the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Bet with the best. You can bet on every single game on the slate tomorrow. You can bet on instant betting, in-game features, how many touchdowns someone will score, how many yards someone will throw for. And again, every game on the slate, I like Green Bay minus 4.5 at Chicago and Baltimore minus 13 at Cincinnati to get the job done as both teams need to win. Uh, I think they handle their business. And again, you can bet on every single game on the slate. And here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Yes, $500. Just download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's P-A-R-X casino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. Final segment for Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer coming your way. Rob Ellis, the legend, coming up next. Let's get right back to the phones, get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. And I could do this show all day with all this news uh, right, happening. Just it's keep a shame. Going. I'll keep definitely going. be listening to Rob on the drive Me home, though. too. And if you're on the line, we don't get to you. Definitely stay on for Rob. But let's get to as many as we can. Ja'Cory, my man, has been waiting. How you doing, Ja'Cory? What's going on, guys? Hey, what's going on, Ja'Cory? Good, good, man. Um... I'm doing well. Uh, after last night, I want us to take Devontae Smith. I wouldn't mind Jamar Chase. Um, he's just, man, he's going to probably win Heisman out the trash that game. I feel like, um, you know, he can add another dimension to our offense. I don't know if you guys were watching the game. Yesterday, Todd Shake compared him to Marvin Harrison as his route, his route running. So I was like, I was really intrigued. Um, you know, Trivia, quick uh, trivia question. Mm. Who was the last Alabama player that we took in the NFL Well, draft? I was actually going to make a joke about that, Ja'Cory, because I was going to say we're talking about all these Alabama guys at the top. Howie's actually got to draft one first, because like, Howie does not draft players from Alabama. So, so. Yeah. I think the last one that was on the roster as a rookie Drafted was, is all the names. Okay. I was going to say, because they had Aziz uh, Shitu. At, I think he went to Alabama. Dra- and what was mistaken. the last player drafted? It hasn't been in Howie's tenure. I know that for a fact. It was Fred Millions. Millions? Millions, I think it was. 2002. 
So there you go. Think about that. Wrong, so. Think about that. Alabama. Yeah. Alabama. Like, what yeah. are we doing here? And um, I feel like, um, too, is we have to keep swinging at that wide receiver tree because I think we can find a gem. And I think we should take one in, in every draft for now. We should sign that one. And the breakout player I'm looking forward to to watch is Travis Fulham. So I'm going to see if they're going to play him a lot. He's He's the only wide receiver with over 500 yards this game. So yeah, he could and he I'll, could end the league the year as their leading receiver, at least among among receivers, at least. Corey, great call. Yeah, I, I, how crazy is that? The fact that Fulgham is still their leading receiver at just those four games. Oh, crazy is one word. Depressing, <laughs> alarming, <laughs> horrifying. Two other ones. Yeah, yeah horrifying fits. Yep. Yeah. Let's go to South Afton and talk to Brigham. Hey, Brigham, what's on your mind? Yo, yo, uh, uh. Oh. Howie Roseman is not going anywhere. We said you that. want to know. We've already you, said you, that you, multiple times. You, you, you want to know why? Why? Sure. Because he's gonna trade. Um, he's gonna get a trade deal going with uh, um, Jalen Hurts, and keep his job. And he's going to get a couple of first round or second round draft picks for Ertz because he played the way he did this year. Brigham, and I don't Brigham, know. I don't know. I, I don't know about that. I mean, trading, getting multiple firsts and second for Hertz would certainly be aggressive. Let's just go to Pat's Pot Sound and talk to Matt. What do you think? Hey, Matt. Hey guys, how's it going? I um, know Matt. Matt will be good here. Hey, Matt. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I, we'll see how it goes. But as you know from all my calls before, I, I have not been a big a, a big uh, Doug Peterson coming back by. I've always said I've been like 60-40. It has to be under the right set of conditions. I think what you saw happen today sort of sets the table for, the, for that right set of conditions. I, I don't have any ill will towards Doug. I think he's proven that he is a, a good – how can I put it? A good locker room coach. I don't. I don't have as much faith in him as you guys do pumping the rainbow machine as a game day kind of coach. Mm-hmm. I, I heard earlier what uh, Elliot used the word. He's a great or a good slash great coach. Yeah. That I, I I I can never I can never buy into that based on what we've seen. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl shine is off. And as much as we want to say. We give Doug credit for it, but at times we want to give him all the credit for it, but that was not a single effort, just like it's not a single effort, the problems that we have right now. So the, the fact that Schwartz is gone, which I am ecstatic about, because, again, the rainbow machine for Schwartz isn't for me either. We've won games despite some of the things that he's done because of our quality of defensive players at times. I think what happened, him stepping out now, is in part that it was going to happen anyway. So let's try to put another another you know log on the fire for the boost of not letting Washington win you know on our field. Even though we're going to throw out our thirds and fourths and whatnot, they're trying everything they can to boost their morale, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that happens, gets announced today, but it was going to happen anyway. So when you look at replacements, I think part of that might have also been. Maybe there's been some pre-talk because you had these other reports coming out about Doug coming back, which we assume are going to be semi-valid. I don't put a lot of weight in Schefter anymore either. Based well, on this I, year, I do. But, I mean, Schefter, Schefter's been pretty yeah, good. But, but my thing is maybe there's been some pre-discussions that the things that they're looking at and doing in the draft and so forth doesn't have defense on the higher end of the scale. And to me, again, that's part of the big problem of where we are, why we're having the problems we are now. The defensive side has never really been addressed, and I'll give, I'll give Schwartz the, uh, you know, the, the, the pass on that, if you will, based on the fact that we haven't got him brand-new pieces. We but haven't they've got tried. Him the they new... just played something well, worked and... out. I mean, like Derek Barnett, yeah. Rasul Douglas, Sidney Jones. I mean, it's, it goes Javon back to Howie. Ultimately. But, but, but that, that you say Rasul 
Douglas and Sidney Jones, and the guys you mentioned that on here, look, they're doing better away from here. So, again, we're not bringing in – we bring in Darius Slay. Darius Slay is the best that we have, but he is not an elite lockdown Okay, well, but here's, we why have... I, here's why I disagree with you, though. The defense has okay. outplayed the offense the last two years. Like, the issue with this team has been the well, offense. They, so, I, I don't disagree with you that the so defense can improve, right. but they so, need to so invest everything back. in the offense. And I semi agree with you that, but then that goes back to Doug now, doesn't it? Because again, and we'll end on this real quick. I know you guys are against it with everything, but again, this is part of my thing with Doug. Yes, Carson's had trouble and he's been bad, but the minute you put in Jalen, there's a completely different script of RPOs, rollouts, and everything else, things that work well for Carson. So when you say the offense has been more of the struggle, I agree with you, in part Carson, in part injury, but in larger part, the, the, the design and the scheme of Doug. Oh, I disagree. So I think Carson. Out of both sides there. Go ahead. No, well, I, first of all, the, the offenses look different because Jalen played better, and you can run different things for Jalen that Carson just flat out can't do. Carson is not mobile enough. Yeah. No one respects him. Like he's not accurate. Respects him as a I runner. runner I, I give you yeah. that Jalen is a better runner, but you can't say that when you saw the things where Carson had his most success was basically the similar offense that you see him that you see Jalen running right now. That's when Carson had his most success in his first three years. Well, the so one thing the is semi inaccurate, but. Matt, the one thing I will say, too, and this is something, and great call, that we've heard a lot of over this year is the idea that, look, we don't know at this point really what's Doug and what's Carson. It seems like Carson had a big hand in what yeah. plays were being called and, and changing things at the line and all that type of stuff. That And it seemed like there are certain things that Carson didn't want to run. Well, and what I don't too, get, too, so. is like, so what do people think? That Doug was just calling bla- Doug bad was just plays? Trying to be bad? Yeah. He was being, calling plays all season that were bad, and then Jalen got in, and he was like, let me call the good ones? Like, I, I mean, it's the same head coach each week. The, the clear difference in the offense has been the quarterback. It just flat out has been. Carson left, Jalen came in, the offense looks better. Let's go to Morristown and talk to Roger. Hey, Rog. Hey, Jimmy. Oh, Roger. Hey, buddy. I serenaded you and the wife one time. Yeah, How you doing? Yeah, Roger's the best. How you doing, Roger? Good. Congratulations, Elliot, too. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, you guys have already made me feel better. My first point was I was fearful by the content of your show. I was fearful that Hertz was being showcased for the trade and they keep Wentz because I, I do not like Wentz. Yes. Well, I think uh, they're, I that, look, I, I think the chances of them trading Hertz are small. I don't think they're going to get multiple firsts and multiple seconds if they do. So I don't think you're right. going to get the value back for him, but I wouldn't completely right. rule out a Hertz trade. I just think the chances are very, very, very small. But my second point is the, the good news I heard from you guys today too, was that it appears that Peterson's back. I view Peterson and Wentz much like Simmons and Embiid oil and water don't mix. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot, of, a lot of that's based on hearsay. But I think if Peterson comes back, my dream comes true, so to speak. Wentz is gone and Hurts is our quarterback, at least going into next year. Yeah, you look, think that's true? Well, this is just, just speculating. But, you know, I do wonder. There were reports that maybe Doug wouldn't want to be back. I wonder if Doug will get to pick his quarterback. Like if Lurie says, this is who I if, – if he says to Lurie, this is who I want, and Lurie's agreed. So – I agree. I would not bring back Carson and Doug. I don't think it's a winning combination. I would want to see Doug with either Jalen Hurts, who I really like, or you know another rookie quarterback if that's the route they go. All right. Thank you, guys. Roger, a pleasure, my friend. Take care. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, look, I, I again, as much as I, I, for a while, wanted it to work, wanted to figure it out, like it just feels like Doug and Carson aren't a match. Like it just, it It's too work. risky to go. You cannot bring back Doug, Carson, and Howie and expect different results. May, I mean, it'll be better than this year, I think, but it's just too risky to me. I agree. Let's go to Collegeville and talk to Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for calling. Uh, no problem. Yeah, guys, I, I had this whole like spiel written up where I was going to call Howie and talk about how I was going to screw up like the gifts I get Elliot picking off his registry. Nice. And, 
you know, I'm just, I'm broken. Um, how, how do I get rid of this guy? I mean, is it one more year, two more years? Like, I just don't see he's going to screw up the pick. Um, we're going to be three and 13 next season. I don't know. I don't know how you fix the money problem. Um, I, I mean, what does it take at this point? Well, I look, I think Howie's going to be here for a while. I just think that's the reality. That's what we've seen about how his relationship is with Larry. That's what I believe. Now, I, the good news is, if you want you know, a pick-me-up, is I don't think they're going to be 3-13 and 13 next year. I think that they'll be better than this year. I know the salary cap situation is tough. Don't get me wrong. But I think there's a way out of it. Uh, they have to hit on their draft picks. But I think even as currently constructed, this team can be better next year especially if they're going to go with Jalen Hurts for the full year. I'm very excited and interested to see what Jalen can do with a full offseason, training camp, you know, all the building the offense around him. It'll be interesting to see. I think they'll get better quarterback play next year, and that will make this a better team. Uh, um, that sounds like hope is a tactic, Elliot. I'll be honest with well, you. Well, I mean, but... look, everything in the offseason is hope, right? I mean, there's nothing I can say that would guarantee you they're going to be better. I, look, they've also won the most game. I think only nine teams have more wins than them, wins than them since 2019. So, like, they are a team that has shown they can consistently be competitive. This year was a down year, but I don't think I don't think it'll be the case next year. Now, um, James, can I ask you one, one last Absolutely, question? Absolutely, sure, yeah. I can't believe I'm asking you this. Would you trade the Super Bowl if I told you I get rid of Roseman tomorrow? No, but I, I, it's a great, it's look, it's a great question. It is one of those philosophical things. Is but for me, like when I said I would give up ten years of winning for the Super Bowl, I meant it. Like I'm down to lose for the next seven years for that year. Like I, it is, it is worth more than anything else to me. But like anything else, I would be willing to do to get rid of Howie. I'm, I'm right there with you, but I, I can't give that up. No, I'm, I'm the same way. Honestly, it was more I, I, I said no as well, but I had to think about it. Yeah, Dan, great call. Look, I, I want Howie gone, obviously, but I, I'm not willing to to. I've heard people say this, like, oh, the Super Bowl was you know bad for the Eagles and this and that. Like, it's that's crazy to me. Like, we never won one. It's all. It's the whole point of this yeah. whole thing. Like, the whole point is to win the Super Bowl. It's what it's all. And the about. way they did it too. It I mean, magical. it was just yeah. It was a magical dream type of thing like it was you couldn't write a script that would play out that way like and and look I I I don't think it's as doom and gloom as everybody else does they were in the playoffs the last two years they almost made it this year obviously in a terrible division like if you're in the playoffs you have a chance I don't know if I can't project them to be a 12 win team next year but I do not believe it's as doom and gloom as everybody else does yeah I'm I'm far more on the opposite side of that and I wouldn't say that I am. I, I think they're a lock to be horrible next year or anything like that. But I do think that when you look at the, the roster as it currently stands from a youth and talent perspective, the question marks surrounding the roster and then the fact that Howie Roseman is the guy building the team for next year and then you take in the cap stuff and how many guys they're going to have to get rid of and who they can bring in or not bring in or whatever, I just – I find it – I feel like you have to do a lot of mental gymnastics to feel – like they're going to be a good team or a positive well, team next year, and it's very Occam's razor says they're not. Or just one. Do you feel good about Jalen Hurts? Yeah. There you go. Look at you. You got a quarterback you Look like. You got you. a head coach you like. The rest will figure itself out. Spinning it around. All right, coming up next, the legend, the one, the only, Rob Ellis is up next. Thank you to Moshe Kravitz, behind the glass, Kevin Keenan, prior to him, uh, Elliot, of course. Check us out. We will be back uh, tomorrow night on our podcast after the uh, – Hopeful loss to Washington. Either way, we'll be back. Draft season starts. And then pods coming. We'll be here on the radio doing this thing. So uh, stick with us again. The legend, Robbie E. coming up next. It's Elliot. It's James. Thank you for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP.